You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese dough are super fresh for your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. And welcome to episode 45 of Nerd Rage Radio with your host, Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. It started off when I was 12. And my father was 45. He was born around the year 1945. I was born in the 80s at like 2.45. Remember that? No. I'll refresh your memory later. (laughs) Sounds familiar, though. That's what we're here for, missed reference jokes. Sounds familiar. It's all good. I'll tell you what, I've had a hectic day. Have you? I've had a hectic day. I know, it already started. See, see, we're in the uh, Nurgle Lounge at Shea Russman's. Not in the skull cave. No, not today. And I bet that, I bet that hurts a little bit. Well, it's only it come out of your domicile. It's it's fine, but it's just before that, uh, winter. <laughs> just, yeah, winter's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's just that today's been, today's been a bear. I'll, I'll walk you through it. So I woke up, and I wanted to watch BVS before we met today. Oh, okay. Um, did you? I did. Wow. I'm impressed, sir. So I was watching it. I was doing Good other form. things while I was watching it, but anytime I heard something that I didn't know or wasn't familiar with. See, you weren't paying attention. I kind of tuned in. No, 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 no. I, I was paying attention. Okay. We'll get um, into that a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. And then, what else did I do? Oh, so then I edited Gary's. I got a, yeah. I got a Gary rant today. Good I edited rants. that. And, Gary's been busy. Uh, and then I got this third-party TFC Hypnos for their Lyakaiser set. I got that in the mail. So I shot all of that review except for the final thoughts. Is that yours or something? Yeah, this is mine. Okay. So, I'm doing a skit here. Yes. I came here with the toy, so I could transform it from the last mode it was in when I was shooting. Yes. To the bot mode, so when I go back, I can shoot the final thoughts. Yes. And be a little bit more ready. The The other footage is rendering now, so that I can edit that when I get back. Okay. Um, And what the fuck else? I know that's not all. I had... Uh, uh, and I packed a car full of shit to bring to your dumpster. Yeah, yeah, so, dumpster, the purge. Yes, so it's, it's so just glorious. Been, it's just been a, a, a busy. A feels busy good though, right? The little purge. The purge feels good. Yeah, I, kids I are upstairs get, playing. Mommies, mommies are at work. If I got a couple more things, that's how we roll. If I got a couple. Well, guess more what? Things. I got a couple more things for you. Oh, hold on. And here we go. Handing him now back. Oh, X Force. Wow. The X Force oh. has returned. Yeah, that happens. It happens. And uh, do you still hear everything there, Black Phillip? Oh, Black Phillip's here too, everybody. And then hold on a second. Hold on a second. Oh, did you forget about oh, this? Oh, I did. A versus X. Awesome. It's, just, it's like Christmas. It is like Christmas. It's going to happen. I tell you, I, I did a I did a. Wait lot. a minute. Is this one yours? <laughs> it is. Is this Tails of Sinestro Corps? It is. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what about... Superman Volume 1, New Krypton, that Jeff also, Johns. That also is mine. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. What else do we have here? Oh, what about Volume 3 of New Krypton? Yeah, you were going somewhere. You were out. You were going to be off work or something. You were oh, going to read all this. Volume did you read 2. I did. I read oh, okay. all of them, all right. like, years ago. <laughs> all right. Like, when did they come out? 
<laughs> a long time ago. I think I think this one's yours too. It is. Why not? It is. <laughs> I think I'm good. Is that it? As far as I know. Okay. You're welcome to look at my collection and take what you may need. Yeah. From yeah. it. That's so there. We are that's, officially. That's why I don't lynch it out, man. Because I can't. I can't remember that I lent it out. I I can't. I usually can. I, there's I know this one dude. I he was actually a, a tenant of mine, like condo that I used to have. He like rented out a couple of my video games and never gave them back to me. Really? Yeah, bad that's, move. That's a bummer. Well, I never gave him back a security deposit either, so it's you know <laughs> not that it was equal because he got an extra dog that shit and pissed all over the carpet and chewed the window seals out and really painted the walls black. Painted the walls black. Really? Like a Johnny Cash. Song. Was he like a metal guy? No, he was some interior decorator, and it was very in vogue. Painted, painted black, isn't that Rolling Stones? Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know. You know, what I always were, you know, man in black. Oh, okay, I got you. So, Rolling Stones reference would have worked as well. Yeah, there's yeah. a remake of that song too that's pretty good that somebody did for like a movie trailer in the early Dude, 2000s. Dude, spe- speaking of uh, um, covers, that disturbed um, Song of Silence. Uh huh. Fucking badass. Really? I don't like it. I love it. Yeah, like, I, I think it's I think it's cheesy. It's oh really? Yeah. Cheesy. Yeah. Anything but. Dude, he he's one of those guys. Okay, let's talk about Disturbed for a <laughs> Let's do it. Because I've been into I'm excited. I've been into Disturbed since they did stupid. Troy. No, no, Troy never liked Disturbed. Oh, it was Rio like Disturbed, right? I don't know. Yeah, he Rio liked Disturbed. It sounds it sounds right. Um It was either Troy or Rio, because I was like, You like Disturbed? Yeah. I was shocked. It definitely is not Troy. Okay, then it was Rio. Uh, Troy sees through that kind of bullshit much quicker than I do. Mm. It took me a while. So I got the Stupefy record, and I like a couple songs on there. Um, I think I like Stupefy, and then I like one other song on there. I think it's track two, Black Phillip. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's already on it, just in case. I think it's track two. It's called Preparation, folks. And uh, but, but then they did their – then they did a second album that had the cover the, – the, Cupolo did the cover for it. Greg Cupolo did yeah, the cover yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't crazy Ernie about looking that. Thing. The game. It is. It is. Um, and then the third album had that song that was about suicide. That was like the lead single. Mm-hmm. Um, heaven, don't don't recall it. But sounds 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 about right. Anyway, they are the type of band. This is why I don't like them. Um, and I, it's not that I think that they're. So this is why the song is cheesy. This yeah. This you is don't why like them. No 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 no. The why why I don't like them is because they're cheesy. Okay. They're the type to use stuff like mortal souls in a in a lyric. Yeah. You know, and that's what turns me off. See, like, yeah, yeah, but like, that, like they, Reznor. They, weren't in, they at the cusp of that? No. Oh, hold on a second. Monitor. On. Why does he keep doing that? Bobby, test. test. Yeah. Okay, it's weird. Keep continue. So, no, Fires are super loud right now. People have been doing Immortal Soul shit since the '80s, but like, it's just, it's just the, uh, it's just, it's too much, dude. It's too far. Ha- Have they been doing the Immortal Soul since the '80s? Yeah, like the over-the-top spookiness. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you talking about Vincent Price and Thriller? No, 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 no. no. I'm talking about like metal bands <laughs> being spooky, like trying to be spooky. since the, since the mid '80s, early '80s. Really? I mean, even stuff like like Metallica would say shit like that back in the early '80s. Huh. But like, it's just it's just a too rough for me. Too rough. Like too rough. Like like so, there's a way fa- to be spooky. One of my favorite sayings from Nerve Rage Radio. I have to put it out there. I say it sometimes with common folk. 
mm-hmm. with no- normies, as uh, Black Phillip calls them. <laughs> normies. And they don't. They look at me like, what? What? Yeah, there's just there's a raft. What? What does that have to do with a raft? Yeah. There's just. It's just. There's a way to be spooky without saying spooky words. You love some spooky shit. I do, but I like it to be unnervingly spooky. If it's too on the nose, no longer spooky. <laughs> there's a time. In- Stefan. They go to heaven. There's a time when young Mr. Skullface lost soul. Wish everything sounded like a fucking haunted house. Leave them and they forgive them. And then another boss soul in a pound and a pound. Did you say pound the Peter Pan? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of pounding Peter Pan, do you see that? Pamela, I want a sandwich. I want some white bread and some brown Peter Pan butter. Up on my sandwich and with a little bit of jelly that's a choking slide now. Eat the peanut butter <laughs> jelly sandwich with a glass of cold milk. It's the tastiest treat. You can eat it with me. Just get your PB and J with me. Yeah, that's just not <laughs> Best intro ever. <laughs> it's not for me. Oh man. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just hit, you got to keep watching that. Hit monitor on. I don't know why it's doing that. Mm. It's those new fancy fucking headphones. That's what it is. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Continue. Continue. What else? What else? But my work, my nerd week actually has been pretty um, intense. Oh really? Mm-hmm. So is mine, sir. So has mine. So we both watched BBS. We did. We did. Um, I want to save that discussion. Okay. Because um, I'm, I'm, I have not, we have not dis, uh, spoke about it yet. Correct. I'm interested to hear what you had to say about it. Correct. Well, can you give me a number? What? Because you were at a seven before, or seven point five, or eight? Were you at eight? Were you at a full? I want to think. Just, I think it was at seven point five, maybe going to eight. Okay. And where are you at now? It's it's definitely better for me. Right. But where are you yeah, at? Yeah. Probably one? eight and a half. So you went up a point. Maybe yeah, a, I, a I point would, between a, a point and a half a point. I was at a six point five. I'm at a seven point five. Oh, okay, so I nice, point as well. nice. Um, that that I'm I'm a little surprised by that. You didn't I thought think I, I thought the length, so to speak, would have been too much for you. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, and, and that is a criticism of mine. Yeah, now, uh, it's, it's, now it's too long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, let's see what else. I've been. I, I caught up on the saga trades that I own. Yeah, dude. Cause you like were in for them for like the first half, and then you kind of got out of them, and no, now you're back it, in. No, it was just that like it just bore you for a hot second. It, it was all right. So this is what happened. Like they had, they're on like they're they've got volumes of trades out, I believe, and it gets to a point with me where I either had to have them all and read them at once. Because mm-hmm. if I read like one or two, then by the time I order three and four, I've kind of forgot what happened in one and two, and now yeah. I feel like I had to go back and read one. Kind of by the so time you put the book down on the coffee table, you forgot what happened. See that too. Yeah. So I end up putting off reading one and two. Mm-hmm. So then I ultimately put off reading three, three and four. four. Gotcha. Um, but I did, I did read it and catch it up, dude. Like that's a fucking good story. Like it is a fucking. Maybe one day you let me hold it. Yep, you're you're clear now. <laughs> I should have brought something today. The debt, I the debt has been wiped. Uh, a, I mean, a that's Rus- a good. Russman always pays his. What debts. is that? A good nine inches of uh, thickness of, of books, right there. Maybe at the Russman household. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little bit, maybe a little less. But uh, so I, I know, I'm I'm due a couple inches. So so to speak. So to speak. The um, 
but like, I, I want to talk about this one panel. It's not spoilery for anybody out there, but it's just something that like, I mean, I, I had to bite my, almost had to bite my knuckle. Okay. Like I thought I was going to fucking cry. Really? Yeah. Like it was just fucking, I don't know why it fucking moved me, but it, it moved me. I'm a little sappy here recently, man. Yeah. Maybe I'm going through some, maybe a new baby coming. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's that. Maybe. But, um, so here's the thing. One of the characters, uh, is this slave girl and the guy who rescued her, uh, calls her slave girl. Yeah. And he's not a good guy per se. He's yeah. just not a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's a and he's a he's a bad guy with a good heart, but he's not a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, he rescues her, but he still calls her slave girl. Mm-hmm. You know, and all that stuff. But she was like in a like she was like she was being sexually abused. Like she was there was all sorts of problems with yeah. her. And she, he has her, and he's trying to look after her, and he's like, you know what? From now on. You're not going to be slave girl. It's just reinforcing that mentality, and I want yeah. you out of it because he, he like she, she, he finds her waiting on him, mm-hmm. when, even when he doesn't want, like. She'll just come like, "Would you like me to take this? Would you like me to just because it's been yeah, it, she's indoctrinated, exactly. So, uh, he's like, "Look, your name now is Sophie, mm-hmm. and by the end of the day, I want you to figure out who the fuck you are." Mm-hmm. And leaves her. Well, he has this giant cat that he like chills with. It's called a lying cat. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. Like L Y. Yes, I get the I-N-G? I get the impression that it is one of a species. Yes. And anyway, I don't think it speaks regularly, mm-hmm. but if it hears you lying, it can detect it, and it just announces lying mm-hmm. out loud for the whole room to hear. Cool. So anyway, God, she, can you imagine if you really had one of those? I know. I know. So, she, oh, Black Phillip brought up a photograph for me. He oh. is a very big blue cat. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. So he's laying next to this girl, and she's saying, like, they're outside on this meadow. Mm-hmm. And she's saying, my name is Sophie. I am six and a half years old. I can stand on one leg for a real long time. My favorite color is blue-green. I want to be a doctor or a dancer when I grow up. I am all dirty on the inside because of all the bad things with, and the cat just goes lying. And then she just curls up with him. Wow. But I was like, <sighs> Yeah. I was like, she doesn't even believe that she's filthy. She knows that she's still a good person inside. <laughs> this is no good. She had a little Pocahontas vibe going on, doesn't she? The little, the, the little girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's uh, she's a cool character. They're all a bunch of cool characters. Yeah. Like, uh, even even like the, the villain who's like this robot, uh, he's like a droid. Like a, like a robot? Like? And he has like a television for a head. Like a television robot? Uh, and it like... It's cool because, like, while he's talking to you, like, shit will come up on the TV screen. Mm-hmm. Like, what he wants you to, like, give you a visual aid. Oh, that's pretty the, badass. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's, it's But anyway, I highly recommend it for anyone out there. Hopefully today, right now after the show, we can set up this Amazon thing and dump, oh, yeah, yeah. dump Sog in there. I've gotten a lot of emails, a lot of requests saying, please do, because we, we want to check okay. out these books yeah, you guys are yeah. recommending. Um, so, theoretically, there should be a link for Amazon. But, um... It's it's an awesome. He's book. like a pirate captain with a fucking TV head. Yeah. Thanks, Black Phillip. It's by Image. Yeah. It's uh, it's available in trade. There's also they're they're making like hardback volumes now, like um, like larger like like shelf presence volumes. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna dump the trades that I have and mm-hmm. just buy those. Dude's a big old flat screen widescreen head guy. I haven't got to him yet. Spoilers, that's that's dude. a that's a big unit. Spoilers. Um. But yeah, so I'm reading Saga and it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. I also read uh, Paul Dini's Dark Knight. Okay. Which is actually on the Vertigo imprint. And it's cool, man. 
it's good. It's a good read. It's a good story. But I'd be lying to you if I said it was lying. What, I'd be lying. I'd be I'd be lying to you if if I said I wasn't slightly disappointed in it. Really? Um, yeah, and it's only because I think of how someone sold it to me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no spoilers here, but but for those interested, Paul Dini when when they were writing Mask of the Phantasm was uh, robbed and beaten within inches of his life in real life. And he kind of went on a drinking binge and all this other shit, and it delayed uh, Mask of the Phantasm. It it affected the writing of Mask of the Phantasm. Like, all that shit's tied up in it. But one thing that is in the book is... I'm getting ahead of myself. He's... This book, Dark Knight, is about Paul Dini working at Warner Brothers, going home, gets robbed and beat within inches of his life Mm -hmm. and then getting back on track from there Mm -hmm. and like he has visions of the batman characters interacting with him yes through this process yeah and it's pretty cool because they're all at appropriate times like his Mm -hmm. face is all fucked up he sees two face Mm -hmm. you know like joker's constantly kind of around yeah uh joker like kind of wants him to like give in like you know what i mean give into the madness like like, let it it go like this is this is it this is our moment like think i'm think how much fun you have writing me it's like living it you know like (laughs) you know like like it's awesome yeah um and it's it's a really good book there's this one scene where he but i'm gonna get there there's this one there's one cool scene where he goes he talks about he went to uh this is after the after he got back on track, he went to the Warner Brothers people when they were still doing the animated series, and he was like, he pitched this idea for a uh, for an episode. It was fucking badass. So like, he's caught in this alley. Batman's caught in this alley, and it's like all the villains are teaming up. They finally have all teamed up, and they're and they're beating the dog shit out of him. Mm-hmm. He gets into the Batmobile to get away. Like he summons the Batmobile. It comes. He jumps in it. It gets away. Joker's like got a bomb in the Batmobile. The bomb goes off. He notices it just before it goes off. He ejects out of the Batmobile, grapples onto this uh, gargoyle, and like doesn't even have the strength to pull himself up on top of the gargo- gargoyle. He's literally like hanging from the gargoyle, mm-hmm. like with this uh, this uh, grappling gun attached to his hip, mm-hmm. and he goes to basically the white light. Mm-hmm. And while in the white light, he meets Death and uh, and Sandman, mm-hmm. and they talk to him about like like they have like a little conversation and they basically make it say like you know like whatever dude like come with us don't your call and batman chooses to go back and fight and like when he chooses to go back he wakes up and the and robin has the batwing like coming up to rescue him Mm -hmm. but it's just that would have been dope amazing to have like sandman in the animated series and all that shit like it just, it, like he he had already talked to uh, Neil Gaiman and he was on board. Like everybody was on board. The Warner Brothers people thought it was too uh, metaphysical yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. not enough action because the action is only at the very like first five to ten minutes. Hmm. But the rest of it is about Batman choosing to live. Like even though he's going to come back and have to heal and be in pain and all that stuff, he makes a choice to live. Yeah. Does it? You didn't see his parents or anything? No. no. That'd have been interesting. No, because it's not heaven. Yeah, it's it's limbo. It's, it's it's the network of what the DC afterlife is like. Oh you, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, like yeah. you meet death. And yeah, it just so happened that the Sandman. What what is the Mor- deal with Morpheus? Sandman? And- Morbius. Yeah, that sounds about right. He that he's there. It just so happens that he's there. Huh. Um, 
But I mean, like that would have been one of those things, like just like like that animated series episode with, where they do Dark Knight and they do all that shit, like where you're like, you know, thirty years later you're still talking about like I can't believe they did that. Yeah, that would have been one of those episodes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's cool. Like there's a moment in there and like like, you know, there's some dialogue between him and Batman that's really really good because he's like, you know, where the fuck were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then like, and Batman's like, well, take me through it. And he's like, I was walking, I noticed these guys. They they look suspicious to me, and Batman's like, "That was me." Yeah, you know what I mean. Like little things, like along the way, he's like, "I was there." Yeah, you, you chose, you know, like, and he's even saying like like these guys are coming down the block, and they're 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 sketchy looking. One of them was a black guy, and the other guy, he's not sure, he doesn't really remember. Yeah, but he was like, he purposely like he was he was in a rough part of town, but he purposely like didn't cross the street or move away because he didn't want to be like the scared white guy mm. afraid of minorities that didn't cross yeah. the street or whatever and it's you'll just, be racist if you <clears throat> don't exactly you would be racist if you don't get beat up <laughs> well you know because of the old like why why did the lady you know clinch your purse yeah. clinch your purse you know yeah. so um but you know Batman's like that that was me that was me the whole time and then, like like and there's parts where Deanie's like struggling with alcoholism mm. and he's like he's like I just don't know what to do and Batman Batman will appear and it'll be like get up you know, like it's just there's some good shit in there. It's just that when people described it to me before I read it, yeah. my mind imagined something different than what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's still a, it was a great read. That's pretty cool. Did um, you buy that one or did you get? You I like, bought it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and I, I bought some other shit too. I just haven't had a chance to read it. I watched The Kingsman. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't for me. Like a, after the after the Samuel Jackson intro. Like that whole sequence is badass, right? Mm-hmm. Like all the like, but after that intro, I found myself losing interest. Like I found myself reaching for my phone and shit like that. That I know I only do if I'm not really married in to the material. Wow, if that's a litmus test. I'm not into anything anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, like, like, cause I, my thing is like, like I, I, I lay in bed and watch movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I put my phone on my nightstand just out of reach. Yeah. And I watch the fucking movie. And if I reach for my phone, I know the movie doesn't have my attention. Yeah, I liked it. It was something different. I liked it. Yeah, I, I didn't hate did it. it. Feel, did it feel God risk Richie S, especially the fight scenes? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't hate it. Um, I just, I just wasn't. Uh, it didn't grab me. It wasn't something you need to buy and watch every year. No, I would watch it again. I would watch the sequel. Okay. Know? Okay. Um, That's good. Yeah. And then I watched BVS, and I'm also working on this Fantastic Four piece, and I'm pretty excited about that. I don't want to spoil. Mm, but I'm pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty. You need a little about. bit of a. Yeah, 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 I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm pretty excited about it. I need, I need, somebody needed to do it. Um, so is that it? Mm-hmm. Are you dragging on, on the vape? So I guess that was it. That's the break. I don't want to jump in. on I think you. so. Okay. If I think anything, I'll just. I had a interrupt. busy. I had a busy uh, nerd week myself. Did you? Yeah. Uh, first off, of course, BVS Ultimate Edition. Liked it. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, probably you know, good eight, eight point five now. Um, uh, Orange is the new black. I think we're in season four, and I I will say. The previous seasons, like you can't stop watching it. Mm-hmm. Like my wife and I will watch like one episode, maybe two. But like when like the first when we first started watching, it was like we're three or four episodes, you know, a night. It took us like, like less than a weekend to get that shit done, mm-hmm. right? How's that? How's that coffee? Not good. Not 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 for you. Not good. <laughs> not enough creamer, I think. Okay, okay. I like it light and sweet, like I like my girls. <laughs> I like my shit dark and bitter. <laughs> Anyway, um, like you like your girls. That's right. Did I ever tell you about that, man? <laughs> no. Oh man. So like, 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 uh, there's a there's like a little sheets or whatever near where I go to work, right? And I rolled in there one day and got a coffee, and 
I've I've walked in there before with a coworker of mine, right? Um, this we happened like to like come in at the same time type of thing, and like so we're always talking. And I'm you know I'm a friendly person. I always talk to the it's like the same person behind the counter at the same times or whatever. Sure. So I went and grabbed the coffee this one day, and they had like this Sumatra roast. It's really dark. I really like it. And like she like purposely makes sure there's like a fresh pot for me when I get there in the mornings. For right? me. For me. <laughs> And uh, she's like, you like that stuff? Like, yeah, I like my coffee. I like my coffee. I like my women, dark, dark and bitter, right? And so, so I go to work. My buddy shows up a little bit later. He's like, he closes the door. He's like, hey, Adam, I ask you a question. Like, he knows my wife. He's met my wife before. Mm-hmm. He's been over to my house for like family picnics sure. and stuff. And he's like, something going on with you? And I'm like, no. He's like, do you have like some kind of black girl fetish? And I'm like, well, Dave, I don't discriminate. You know, but uh, why are you asking this? Just to, you know, what's her face at the at the the sheet? She just said you had like a thing for black chicks, <laughs> and I dude, I just lost it, man. It was so funny, and I don't know what was more funny is like the fact that like I don't know if he had to ask me it because he was like, worried about my wife and me doing something bad, mm-hmm. or if like he was just flabbergasted because I guess he didn't think that you know that was my type. Mm-hmm. Either I mean, he's like he's probably ten, fifteen years older than me. Well, so it's it's a generational thing too. He's probably never you know. You know it. Oh, there's only one type of women that don't hate me the moment they meet me. What's that? Old black women. Yeah, I hear you. They fucking love me, dude. Like, and I think it's because, like, like, look, women do not like me. Like, generally, every now and then I stumble across a few that do, but for the most part, women do not care for me. But old black women love me, and I love them. But like, uh, often, like, if we're, if we're going, like, we've been on, uh, like, go on flights, like, my wife and I or whatever, like, yeah. vacations or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and, like, if, it, if if there happens to be an, an an older black woman that's that's taking the tickets or whatever, yeah. like, Laura will be like, go, 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 go. Do your thing. And, like, I'll go, and I'll go up and talk to them, you know what I mean? Get upgraded. Yeah. yeah and I think it's because, I think, it, I, 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 I legitimately think this is, it's because they know that I'm not, I'm not what they think of when they think of white men. Do you know what I mean? Like, I guess. Like, like when I talk to them, they're just like, like I become honey and sweetie like in seconds. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And they're like we just hit it off and we start talking about everything. And I, I don't know what it is. It's just that that there's a connection there. That's it, it, I might have to check my astrological sign and their <laughs> astrological signs and, and see if see if it's one of those type of mathematical situations. But something works. Uh, uh, so anyway. Um, yeah, that's what I'm like. Like you know, like white people don't say stuff to you like when they like when you like you know like white men. <clears throat> like I say good morning or good evening or good afternoon to everyone I see yeah, as I see them. So do I. But most white men do not. Yeah, it's true. So like when I like when I see black women I'm like good morning or whatever and then, and they're like good morning. And I think they're kind of taken back by it, like yeah. Just hit monitor on. <laughs> but I think they're kind of taken back by it, like oh my goodness. Yeah. What a nice guy. Yeah. You know? So there's no I think they just no no malintent. Yeah, what is up with that? Why are white guys so, so I don't know, they're weird about that shit, yeah. though, man. You ever see that meme where I, it's I, like... I don't talk politics, Jim. Anyway, I was fucking my <laughs> wife in the ass last night. I was skipping my wife, the old hard one in the a-hole. But, uh, the, <laughs> that uh, shit is kind of true, man. Yeah, it is. It is. The, 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 the uh, There was a... What was I going to talk about there? The, uh, it was... Um, but yeah, there's like a my meme. nerve week. But go ahead, talk sorry, about whatever sorry, you want. There's, there's, you got me going on this conversation. There, there's a meme out there with it was like oh uh, it was it's like uh it's like white guys' faces when I say good morning and it's this dude going like this like. 
Like the upside down frown smile. Yeah, with uh, with eyes big and wide. Yeah, yeah, right, Jim. <laughs> Crinkled chin with a quick little head nod. All right, anyway, back to Orange is the New Black. This uh, this season, th- there is some pretty cool dynamic. Uh, the whole story is this young kind of preppy, like upper middle class white chick, uh, goes to jail. Like she had this like lesbian fling with this ex girlfriend who was like an international drug dealer. Mm-hmm. She kind of flew around with her, you know. She it was kind of her honey, you know, sugar mama, whatever. Then she gets out, gets, you know, goes for the straight life, and is going to marry the dude from um, American Pie. Whatever okay. his name is, Jason Big. What is it? Biggs. Jason Biggs. Well done. Good job, Black Philip. Well done. <laughs> anyway, and she st- she starts like her and her best friend start like some like high end soap company that they sell to like Bed Bath and Beyond and shit. So it's just like she just is as waspy as she can be. Like her right. family is as waspy as they can be. Uh, anyway, so she goes to prison and it's like her in in this female prison. And it's kind of a dark comedy. It's there's a lot of funny bits, but it also it kind of shows the travesty of, of jail and prison and, and whatever. Like the theme songs like the animal, the animal you gotta, you gotta watch. Okay. You gotta watch it, but it's like, and like you just see the these flat. Like every time the beat hits, you see flashes of just like women's eyes, and it's like lock, lock, lock to the cages, fool. Like that's, it's not a bad song. Okay. Maybe Black Phil can play it for you. I think you kind of like it. I get it. If you I like do it, like it. I, I do like it. Did you download? Uh, it? No, I didn't download it. Is I it mean, it's not like a jam song. It's like it's like perfect. It's a perfect intro to a, a, a you know a show type song, but it, it you know it, it is referencing that we treat each other like fucking animals. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Anyway, so there's like a transgender uh, inmate. There's like a Russian inmate. There's like one from like they call her Pennsylvania. She's like an old redneck with no teeth, meth addict. Um, you know, you have your your dramas with like the black cl- clique and and the Hispanic clique and like the white clique. And very Ozish of them. It is, but I mean that, that's that's the, the, you that's know the, the general person. population. That's usually what they do. In this season, though, the the prison in season three got privatized. So now it's a money-making thing. They double the inmates. How do you feel about that in general? It's fucking horrible. Yeah, okay. I think it should be. I, yeah. I think it should be outlawed. Yep, we're on the same page. I mean, should, imprisoning people shouldn't be a business. That's right. It's it's unethical. It's it's amoral. Um, it's right. disgusting. Anyway, agreed. So, but in this season, there's there's some racial tension that's kind of building up with the Hispanics, mainly because there's a lot of more Dominicans coming in. Oh, Blackface pulling up a song for me. <laughs> that's it. Adam's tapping his fingers. <laughs> there we go. But it's cool. It's just the eyes of the inmates. And some lips. Yeah, and some lips. <clears throat> and some every shot of orange jumpsuit sometimes. Yeah, that one died early on. I want to say she got killed by a CO, and he covered up the death as a, um, a drug abuse. All right. Wait for it. I think that'll do it. Oz did that, too. Oh, did they? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Makes sense. Oz is the... <laughs> you remember the Oz song? I don't remember it. Anyway... Um, but anyway, they, they, there's like this new kind of beef, and it's funny because 
this Dominican, Mexican, Puerto Rican. Thing. And I got some guys at work. One dude's Dominican, one dude's Puerto Rican, one dude's Mexican. Uh-huh. And I always hear him beefing about stuff. And I'm like, I'm always like, dude, what's what's up? He's like, ah, oh, man, you don't get it. <laughs> Apparently, I don't. Oh, yeah, that's the, the, the Puerto Rican Mexican shit, some real shit. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, but it, it's not bad. Uh, we're like in episode four, and usually the 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 big story arc. But there's like a Martha Stewart character mm-hmm. basically thrown in jail this season. Anyway, saw Founding Dory. Took the took the girls to see that. This time, didn't watch a kid movie without him. Good for you. <laughs> Actually, went to the theater. Theater. Was it National Kid Day 70, or something? Seventy-five bucks, dude. Yeah, no kidding. And that was at the, that was like the cheap tickets, and uh, no popcorn. Um, got my I got in hand my Marty McFly hot toys. Doll. Yeah. Had it, <laughs> wait, talk about that for a minute because I, I, I um, so I interacted with it. This is my first time officially interacting with the hot yeah. toys. I, I interacted yeah, with yeah. the slideshow before, yeah. but not a hot toys official hot toys product. Yes. And I'm gonna tell you. Definitely feels like a doll. Oh, what you do? Like my my youngest, it's like daddy, that's a Barbie, <laughs> and it's like and it's like no, it's not. It's like it's a Barbie, it, and I'm like it's not a Barbie. It's like does Barbie look like this? Like yes, it's yes, a Barbie. Absolutely. Look at his face. Look how realistic it is. Like this looks like a nice Barbie, <laughs> a nice Barbie. Um, dude, I like him. I'm happy with. I him. I, I can see. Yeah, I, I see the allure. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, um, I just know. I, and I, I I know that it's. I can tell it's well made. Oh, I, dude, it's amazingly I have made. No. Yeah technical complaints with it my um, only complaint with it is that it's sitting as a fucking doll here, a here doll. here's my Straight up and down. here's my thing like it feels very dollish oh definitely um and, I, the, and, the, I don't... and the hands feel like the the halloween hand where the middle finger moves around like, <laughs> it's like an amputated hand <laughs> i guess you know what i'm talking about it says sit on the little counter next to the lamp <laughs> halloween stop doing that i don't like that <laughs> um like it's very well made very well packaged. All the there's like tons of accessories. Like I didn't even know it had a stand. Mm-hmm. Like it's all very neatly packed in. Like for me, it's an accessory for the Delorean. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like I I can't I can't see the allure of having any hot toy statues like that that aren't part of something like that. We you know should review I mean? it together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm down with that. People like um, the DeLorean review. People really talk oh, about sweet, it. sweet. Um, but you know, I'm really happy with them. I gotta actually, it's making me want to finally get a final resting place of that. Like, you know what I want to do, which is just, it's too fucking hard. But I want to get like a giant mirrored rotating stand and put that motherfucker someplace. It just spins around really slow with the lights on. Yeah. It just spins around. I mean, it's a nice piece. That's like pie in the sky. But anyway, uh, happy with that. So I've been going kind of. I'm going kind of balls to the walls here recently. On what? Just everything. Really? Just uh, making it rain? Making it rain, bro. I've been making it hail a little bit. I mean, it's... Throwing coins at these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm almost disgusted. And, like, I'm about to go drop some cash on some on some uh, glass uh, shelves for my display cases. Yeah, I... I, I but, like, Pam I... and I went, like, furniture shopping. We bought three rooms worth of furniture yesterday. Really? Yeah, like, dumb. Like, dumb. Like, 4th of July sale. Wow. Save save like ten G's. Spent, you know I hate that. Spent like twenty. No, I actually spent like, I only spent like eight. Okay. But like you know what I hate, dude? So like we go to this furniture store. This is a side story. But it's like I don't like the fucking games. Yeah, I don't either. The and they're like, well, hey, I, I got three printouts here. One is the original cr- cost before the Fourth of July sale. One is the half off cost, and then one is what my manager is gonna do for you. He's gonna do you a favor. You know what I mean? And like, isn't that I'm, nice of your manager? I, I do like, I'm the one. Like, I go in there and I'm like, dude, I don't want any fucking favors done for me. Just give me, 
give me the straight up. But like the dude I was working but with. But the problem is that everybody says that, but then everybody's willing to spend more than they're actually willing to spend well, for. It, well, well, it's funny though. Yeah, yeah. But like, so this is at Ashley Furniture, and Frederick's Ashley Furniture is the biggest in the country. I didn't know if you knew that. I did not. Now you do. But I, didn't I know got either. My bedroom set is from Ashley. Really? I, and I so actually... is Rolling Steel's. We have the same bedroom set. Who's Rolling Steel from our <laughs> home collectors? <laughs> <laughs> funny story though. So we went into Wolf's. Mm, not going there anymore. And then we went to Ashley's. Is that the one on Forty? Yeah. 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 That's... It's like the land of time forgot. Uh, it, it is, right? But they did have a badass like, bar set. I think my next thing is, is making that a bar if, if I move some shit around. Yeah. Anyway, back to what I was saying. So we go in there, and then and, and the cool thing is that, you know, my wife being the, the research person that she is, she like, went through everything on the websites that they had, picked out everything she had, had her notes ready, and we went in there, and we just knew exactly what we wanted to do. Got in, got out, got the kids fed because it was like 8 o'clock, and, you know, they had... It was. It's been daddy daycare week, so, um, because I've been on leave for a week. But anyway, so we get back home, and I'm just wondering, like, I wonder what what it would be if we like bought this online. And it's funny because like some things are different priced online. But at the end of the day, it's like we 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 made out. We might have saved like a couple hundred bucks, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like I, it's like, dude, this is the same shit online. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't sit here and fucking play games with me, you know? Dude, weird. This shit isn't worth. Your website's giving me the same favor. I know, I know. Fucking, I just. But the dude was really cool, man. But anyway, so I went. Like, I saw this. I saw this uh, Facebook trade group a while back, like maybe two months ago. And I and I and it was like a little. It's a little army, and I, I was like interested in it. And like one thing, if I'm really interested in something, and I send somebody something, like I've made my mind that I'll buy it if they if they if it's available, right? So this guy hits me back like two months later. He's like, dude. He's like, dude. I'm sorry. I've been on vacation, and then I got back from work. I haven't checked the Facebook group. I just saw your message. It's still available if you want it. And I'm like, fuck, dude. I just bought a bunch of shit. You know, and it's only it's like 320 bucks. Mm-hmm. Not it's not a huge, but that's 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 a pretty good price. <clears throat> right. The shit is the shit is some different stuff that I wanted. You know. So I'm like, yeah, man. I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and pick it up. You know, because I I, I kind of feel like I already committed. I'm same thing with like, eBay. You know what I mean? Once I hit that bid. It's over, bro. So, I, I he sent me his email address, and I PayPal'd him, and I PayPal'd him from my super secret slush fund toy account, right? Uh huh. So I'm happy. Like he'll be like, all right, I'll have it out today. You should get it by tomorrow. I don't live that far away from you. Yada yada bullshit. So like last night's like midnight, and he hits me up. He's like, dude, I gave you the wrong email address. I'm like, are you fucking for PayPal? Yeah, I'm like, are you was it fucking... a, was it was it a bullshit PayPal address? No, oh, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Because it's it a bullshit. Like, if it's not a real email address, it's just a quick click, click, done. Yeah, well, yeah, but I, you can't do it for your phone. Okay, yeah. So I'm like, fuck, <clears throat> god damn it. So like, I get out of bed, you know. And my wife's like, what are you doing? Like, uh, something happened with podcast. <laughs> Liar! <laughs> Liar! <laughs> so I come downstairs and I cancel it, right? And so in a rush, you know, to send him the money back, I send it to him, but it goes to my default PayPal, like the default bank account, because I don't have any money in PayPal. Okay. And that one's like the, the group checking account. So like now I'm, now I'm going to get caught. How much was it? 320 bucks. Yeah. So she might not see it. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, 320 bucks would definitely hit my wife's radar. She might not see it. Yeah. She would hit her radar. Well, like, like a normal week. Like a Scud missile. Like a normal week, she would have saw it. Mm. But like this week, but you guys have been balling so hard that yeah, we've we've been we've been bad here recently. Yeah. So, but it's it's getting we're we're done. Like that, you know, you hit these peaks and valleys. You had a little bit of extra money that we saved up that we were, you know, 
spending on some stuff, you know, like vacation type of stuff and had some extra cash. So anyway, yeah, I'm going to get caught for that, bro. And like, that's the one that's going to set, that's, that's going to set the tone for like the next two months because it's like, we didn't talk about it. Like we usually talk about shit like that. You know, we kind of get this unspoken rule. If it's 300 bucks is the magic point. If it's anything under 300 bucks, we usually let one another know that it happened. You know, Three hundred twenty though. Three hundred twenty, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Three hundred twenty. It'll be alright. It'll be alright though. So anyway, um, and then uh, got my iWatch for Father's Day. Picked it up. Okay. Now you already had something else, didn't you? No. Did I talk oh, okay. about this last week? I think I ordered it last week and didn't and didn't like it didn't come in the mail. I was pissed about it. Finally came in the mail. Shout out to Robert D. We've been doing a little competition. Dude, Robert D's been a fucking machine, dude. Good for him. Dude, he did 14 miles on the bike yesterday. Wow. Yeah, he's been a machine. Not the Segway, the bike. Shout how, many out to- how many did you do on the Segway? <laughs> I don't know, man. But dude, it's like it's been hard to keep up with him, man. And like it's it's because we're both kind of like little competitive guys. I think I got him beat by like like 400 calories right now. But this is like my short run day, and that motherfucker's probably gonna do 10 miles. I'm gonna have to go for a second run today. It's like 90 degrees. God damn it. Um, uh, caught up on preacher. Have you watched any of it yet? Are you willing to watch it on your phone? Yes. Give me your phone. Download the AMC app. I'll hook you up with my account so you can watch it. Okay. <clears throat> very, very different I'll watch from the it comic book. Here's the deal, though. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. I don't like it more. We saw a little bit of Santa Killers again. Okay. Like they're they're spoon feeding that backstory. Mm-hmm. Um. There's this really awesome fucking scene they did. It's like... I feel that it's safe to say it's a... It's a preacher reboot that's good. Like, we had a preacher story, or a preacher Elseworld. Okay. So far, everything I'm seeing is good, um, but it is dramatically different, and I'm taking back by the fact that I like it hmm. so much. Like, I'm in. Like, it's... It might be my new favorite show on TV. Nice. Yeah. Um, got my... Uh, oh, Beer and Boulders 40K is back. Recorded an episode with Paul the Viking. Nice. Today. Just the two of you? Just the two of us. Just came over, had a beer, recorded. Uh, almost done the first season of Mr. Robot. I think I have two more episodes left. I was right with my Tyler Durden predictions put out there. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. So... And uh, there was a slight twist to it that was good. Something I didn't see coming, but... <clears throat> I make it with a lemon twist. That's right. Um, and then I got my uh, my recast uh, Void Shield Generator we talked you about. You like it. <laughs> Get the fucking... No, I cannot because it is serious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last thing is, uh, me and the kids, we've still been on a Marvel movie, Kick, as you can I see over there. I see. I uh, just finished Guardians yesterday. Yeah? I have a new assessment of the comedian-type stuff. I don't think the Marvel movies in general are that funny. I think that there's two things. The, the biggest one is the Hulk Thor punch in the middle of the battle, which totally changed the dramatic feel of that scene. It was good, but it was striking. It was a, it was a slapstick comedy thing. There's, there's you know, quips and stuff from, like, Iron Man. There's a couple, you know, one-liners like, uh, you know, me in a tunnel in the most aggressive city in the world. Bad idea. You know, stuff like that. Um, 
a few things, a few other things in the Avengers, a few things in, in Iron Man quips and stuff. Not much in Thor at all, except the the sidekick. But Guardians, I think the comedy in that, and not that it's bad, I do love Guardians, but I think that put a new lens on all of the Marvel movies. And once you saw Guardians and the comedy through Guardians, <clears throat> everything in Marvel with that Guardians lens that you've put on since you watched that becomes a little bit more funny because it's, it's a funnier universe now with the dance off, bro. You know, I hate I hate that. You hate you hate Guardians for I hate that. The, no, I hate I hate the dance off. I, yeah, I hate the dance off. I hate um, I hate from the dance what off. What are you doing? From the dance off with the Guardians of the Galaxy, bitch. He actually says I I forgot that. You know what I mean? Um, and it's funny though because it's like I sat here and watched that with my kids, and I'm like, you know, my my daughter's nine at nine, seven, and six, right? And there's parts I'm like, man, you know, this is kind of like, this is this is not a movie for kids. You know, like the mother dying, mm-hmm. like my my seven year old wanted to cover up and not watch that part because she remembered it. <laughs> I'll tell you a funny part. I saw it in the theater with my wife. Yeah, and I'm trying to think why. Doesn't matter, but we rarely get to the theater together. <clears throat> I don't know why we got to the theater. The for that theater one. or the theater? Yeah, the same. The one that just likes. <laughs> and uh, we were watching it. We were watching it in that that scene where, where where she dies and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. And then like the the ship comes out and lights the lights up, and then like it goes to the space. Bit. Burn, 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 and, burn, and, burn. and that's when my wife realized that we were watching the movie. Yeah. She was like, "This is the movie." Like she was like crying. She thought it was a trailer for a different movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's funny. But I will say, even though I agree with you that there's some heavy tones in there, like with the mom, and there's some sex stuff in there that isn't in other Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. But like, I forgot you were there, and then talking about the girls that he was, you know. My kids enjoy that one more than any other Marvel movie. My kids enjoyed it, too. No, I'm saying yeah. more than any other one. Yeah. Like, trying they, to think. they fall asleep during Avengers. I know Kara's most excited about that, my oldest. But But when we watched... Guardians. I mean, they sat attentively the entire time. Talia, you know what she wants to watch? Winter Soldier. Good she's like, she's like, I want to watch Winter Soldier. Why, owner? That's her favorite one. Oh, she's seen them before. Oh yeah, we've oh, seen okay. all of them. We've seen all of them. See, my this kids is like haven't it. seen all of them because they're not really interested. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, my my youngest probably watched The Dark Knight as a one year old like every other day. Yeah, my baby. Uh, I don't think she could handle it. My my oldest. Yeah, it's the thing now. Like, I don't want to let her. Like before, like ah, she doesn't know what's going on. She my, she would see Joker and just be excited as all can be. My oldest. You want to see a magic trick during the interrogation scene? Yeah. When uh she was the only child. She yeah. Like, Dad, the Joker. And I was like, Yep. She's like, Don't like that. And she walked right <laughs> out of the room. Have you seen that meme with like Bane breaking Batman, like the classic? But it's it's the. Ben Affleck on a uh, face on the Bane, and it's and it's Bane's face on the Batman. It's like if if, if Batfleck was in you know Dark Knight Rises, this is what would have happened. <laughs> moody Moody Biscuit. No, it's that frowny biscuit. Frowny biscuit. All right, man. Um, you want to jump right into uh, what's going on? Sure. Are, are you, is that does that conclude you for the? It, it concludes me. Right. I got a. I, have you seen the new Ghostbuster? Start. I'm start right off this Ghostbuster. I didn't because you put it. You put it in here 
earlier this morning, and my, my morning's been a train. They're, they're so bad. Like, there's a female Slimer with makeup. Oh, yeah. Good. And bangs. Good. Lipstick. Good. Slimer now looks like, is it Norm from Cheers? Like, who, who's the guy, the fat guy? Not Norm was the postman. Who's the fat business guy that was next to the postman? Is that Norm? Uh, I don't know. Doesn't matter. That's what he looks like. When they turn on their proton packs for the first time, like, what's her face, the big girl? What's the big girl's name? Melissa McCarthy? Actually, she's not that. She's like, she's like slimming down a little bit. I'll slim it down that unit. Unless she keeps doing these action movies, she'll be just anyway, trim in no time. Anyway, turns it on, goes flying, like backwards. Like, it's like picking her up, and she's like, whoa, like she's holding a hose by herself. Then there's like a one with the gauntlets that, you know, when they punch, the proton energy goes, and it bounced around and blew up some whatever. Yeah. So, it looks even worse. Let me say this, first off. If they weren't females, and there's all males, and it looked like, replace the females with all males, and the same liners, gags, whatever, I would still be fucking livid with this. This this is a slap. Listen, yes, Ghostbusters is a comedy. It's a it's a thriller-omedy, thrill-omedy, thriller-comedy, horror-comedy, horror-omedy. It's a comedy-er. <laughs> Comma-riller? Doesn't matter. Mm-mm. But it's still set in a realistic world where fantastic stuff happens. It's not set in a goofy, slapstick world. It, it feels like the Scooby-Doo live-action movie. Shout out to the Slimer family, though. Driving the car together. As yeah, it, Slimer it, family. yeah it, do you remember the, the live-action scooby She's got blush on, the female Slimer. With, uh, this female Slimer's a fucking slut. <laughs> Stop slut-shaming, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but do, you, do you remember that live-action Scooby-Doo movie? Yeah! That's what it looks like. That's what the ghosts look like. What is that? That's that's a female Slimer, dude. Is it a toy, though? She got a bow? Who made that she shit? She a purple bow. It it's looks, a female Slimer toy coming, apparently. It's, it looks horrible, man. Um, it looks horrible. So, yeah. It looks like Do you want to stop and watch them real quick? They're yes. Like, they're like five-second five yes, uh, things. All right, we're going to stop the podcast real quick. We'll be right back. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's a train wreck. Dude. And you know what? We, it's we, just the tone is off. The tone is wrong. It's wrong. it's it's a slapstick fest. Like, and, and the funny thing is, we've even talked about going to see it just for the sake of nerd rage. Yes. Um, for review purposes and such. I don't know if I can do it, dude. No, we're trying to speak with our wallet. I think on this one. Yeah, I don't know if I can do it. Black Phil bootleg it for us. Yeah. Like I said before, I think I'm watching bootleg, and if I like it, I'll go buy a ticket and not watch it again. Uh, if I like it, I'll say sorry. I bootlegged it. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What's next? It's not big three. Uh, David uh, Bautista expressing interest in playing Skeletor in Master Universe movie. Fine. Yeah. I've had it with that shit. I've had it with that shit. Well, people I've fucking had it with it. I don't like. I don't like famous people telling me what they're gonna do. I just, <laughs> just. It rarely makes a fucking difference. So just shut the fuck up. It might be. Have your agent... Look, you have a goddamn agent, okay? The agent has a fucking job. Hey, hey listen, man. Don't don't point them big-ass digits at me and start screaming. And it, all, all you right? gotta do Not is... my house, All buddy. you gotta do is get your fucking agent... Oh, she's down to, the fucking done down to one. You dropped down to one. <laughs> to call the fucking studio and start making fucking arrangements so you can audition for the fucking job. You don't yeah. go on Facebook and say, oh, I wanna be... I wanna be... A, I wanna be a pilot. I wanna be a cowboy. Like, you're not fucking five. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think, too, a, a better point would be that... 
Um, we want somebody with some acting chops. Let 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 the producer and the director of the film get somebody in there because Skeletor needs to be a menacing bad guy. I agree. The, yeah. I'll tell you, the guy who did the, the guy who did Skeletor the first time was pretty. Good. I agree. I agree. Frank Langeria, something like Sounds that. Sounds right. That's right. Black Phillips, and look it up. But yeah, I just I've I've had it with the whole like petitioning for the job. Side note, off 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 the beaten path. Uh, what you call just recently made a a a, a little thing about that. Um, Who's with Ewan McGregor? Oh, Ewan McGregor. Where he was like, he was like, look, like, I'm. It's starting to make me look humiliating, humiliated because people keep asking me in interviews. Yeah, it'll be like an hour long interview. And the last five seconds of it is, would you play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? And the answer is yes. And then 30 Facebook articles go up that say, I want to play Obi-Wan Kenobi. And nobody's calling me to play Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm -hmm. So it makes me look like a kid begging for money. So look, one final time, if they call me and, and ask me if I'm interested, the answer is yes. Otherwise, don't want to talk about it anymore. Nice. Yes, Frank Langella. Dude, I didn't know that was him. Like, his, I recognize his old man face. Yeah, yeah. He's doing tons of stuff. But anyway, I, I've just, I, I've just had it with the, I've had it with that. Ooh, shit. Meg Foster's evil in. Dude, she was badass. Not that. anymore, bro. Not Are anymore. Are you sure you want to look at this? Yes, I need to, because, because, you know, I got an evil in thing. Dude, hold on. And hold you on. know that when she took her helmet off, she was old. So I want to know when she lose her magical powers, what she would look like. All right, first off, she kind of looks like Mick Jagger now. <laughs> Seven-year-old Mick Jagger. Yeah, she does kind of look like Mick Jagger. <laughs> True story. Except without the lips. Like, uh, maybe. A little bit. Let's see some other pictures of Meg Foster. Uh, Did you want to talk today. about this, uh, this fucking Jon Snow thing? Yeah, his uh, Rhaegar Tigerian. It's been it's been leaked by HBO. I think did we talk about it last week? I can't remember. Uh, HBO accidentally like released a family tree yeah, thing that goes around, and it confirmed that Rhaegar Tigerian was Jon Snow's father. So basically, Jon Snow is the grandson of the Mad King. He's the first son of the first son. Um, so we don't know if that makes gives him the right for the throne, the Iron Throne. Is it the Iron Throne? I think so. Which we talked about last. Yeah. Week. Um, but it's just like, you know, everything you need to know about Rhaegar, Tigerian, John Snow's real father. I'm not really worried about it. Um, yeah, we don't have to go into this. Maybe later. What, what about, about this about? Underworld Blood Wars getting pushed back? Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed about that. I am too. Is But why is it getting pushed back? Did I don't it know. Say? Probably something stupid. Let's find out. What do you think about the Underworld series in general? Um, I'm a fan. I like the first two. And the, the fourth one, I think, was kind of okay. Yeah, the, 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 third the third one, one was, was the weak. back in time one, right? I can't remember. Yeah, it was the the prequel. Yeah, that one. That oh, was, wait, wait, was that the fourth one though? I think that, that was one. the third one. The fourth one was in the future. I, like, I can't keep track. There's one of them I don't care for, and there's one that I think are, is okay. All right, so the first one was you know the introduction of the hybrid. The second one, the the old the original vampire Marcus came back with the giant bat wings, and you learned about his father, and she became like a super vampire. Um, the 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 where the original werewolves and fathers, uh, the original werewolf and vampire's father was immortal, but he wasn't tainted by the wolf or the bat. He was just an immortal, and well, she drank his blood and became super mega, can go in sunlight. 
The third one was a prequel about how the new werewolves started the ones that could that could change shape and go back to humans because the original werewolves once they got killed they turned to werewolves and never stopped they're just crazy maniacs he was i guess a woman got bit while she was pregnant he was born and then he bit other people and he's the one uh lucas or whatever Mm -hmm. and then um the fourth one was in the future you find out Celine and whatever that hybrid's name had a daughter, but they were like extracting hormones from her and making How like super. How would a hybrid and a kid of Celine Dion be? <laughs> Fucking horrifying. Uh, well, the film was previously slated to release October fourteenth of this year, but now yeah. considering crowded October already is, and the releases of the Girl on the Train, the Accountant, Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, and Inferno taking up the four big weekends, it's not surprising that Anna Forrester's directed sequel decided to move to a month where the franchise has historically performed quite well. It will now open the same day as Amityville: The Awakening. I feel like it has more competition with Amityville: The Awakening than with the previous. It'd be weird. Uh, actually, they've all been rated R, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they're all. But there's like a horror. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good. Why point. would you compete with another horror film? I don't know. Compete with Girl on the Train. What's that about? Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Put it on the table. <laughs> get that <laughs> reference. But anyway, you can get that reference. You're pretty cool. Um. Or maybe you're not. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're not. Uh, speaking of Ghostbusters, do you see that these Ghostbusters are all men, just the way you like it? I did. I did. Dude, when they did the the original cut with Ghostbusters and everybody's wang was like swinging in the breeze, <laughs> and Ernie's was fucking huge, racist, uh, racist. I want to make sure that I, we, we we hit all these other notes before we get into the big three because I want to talk. Oh, uh, what about this? Did you watch this Transformers Combiner Wars? I did not. I did not. Is it garbage? You pause it. It's worth it. Okay, hold on. Black Phillip even gave the the wave the wavering hand. Let me get your initial thoughts. Um, I mean, I hope that's. Like some college kids intern project. It looks, it looks cheap now. To, to knock that out within like a 15 minute time frame now, Philip, with a budget of 33 cents. Philip says that this was only supposed to look like this for the first four episodes. And then it's supposed to look CGI animated. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a painting thing for right now. I wonder why. And I don't like Optimus Prime's voice. Yeah, a lot of people have been saying that. Like, you're not going to get fucking Peter Cullen to do that. I mean, is it a pro- is it the one that Machinima is yeah, doing? It? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but I, I think it just looks it looks like a Marvel action comic. Yes, you know, uh, a bad Marvel action. Comic. Yeah, like the transformation Optimus Prime. Like that was like I I dropped it in the Shattercast chat or somebody did. Yeah, and we were watching. Shout out it, Shattercast and cut. And 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 Lenny like in real time was watching it and commenting. And yeah. like, when as soon as he said, shout that, out Lenny's ass. That transformation though. I knew. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just looks cheap and cheesy and dumb. And I yeah. mean, the comic is cheap and cheesy and dumb. I think you were saying something about it being cheesy. Yes, it is very <laughs> cheesy. And I don't think that Transformers is in a place to appeal because this is trying to appeal to an older audience. Machinima appeals to an older audience. Yeah, not I mean, not it's, necessarily it's fully G1 adult, shit, but at least teenage and up. Yeah. And I don't think that now is the time for them to go cheesy. I think that now is the time for them to kind of try to do something the, more mature. They already had the Combiner Wars, Combiner Wars toy line, right? That's yes, done. Yes, it's done. So Here we are, almost eight months later with a full. Is it even eight months? Hasn't been longer than that. No, because we still had Combiner Wars shit coming out this year. I bet. Like, when did it start though? Last year. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, 
In other crazy news, now that we're in the crazy sauce, mm-hmm. Alan Moore is moving on to cinema. Why not? And he's, he's gonna making fix some it. burlesque show. He's going to fix it for all of us. You know what? I'd watch it. I, I'm sure you would. I mean, dude, I, like when I saw Alan Moore's crazy ass painted gold with that fucking joint in his hand, yep. I, I was he, like, oh, this is for Bobby. He's crazy as a sack full of cats, but the, <laughs> but the man is a genius. And I'll definitely watch. And he is a very, very powerful wizard. <laughs> he is a powerful wizard. So I will definitely watch his magic spells. Yeah, I have to be careful sometimes. I talk a lot of shit, and Alan Moore might come from my soul. <laughs> yes. I never know. Um, never Let's see what know. else we have. Do you want to talk about this comic book stuff? Uh, like this... Let me make sure. I don't want to talk about any comic book stuff at None, all. None, zero, out for the day. No comic book stuff for today. Not, not, not the big three, but this convention, this New York City Comic Con. Um, so first of all, this is gonna be Stanley's last appearance in New York City Comic Con. The dude's probably getting too old to be like fucking with. Yeah, the it's gonna be a lot. Of, it's gotta be a lot of work. And all that kind of shit, like bear major pressure. Airplane. But yeah. Where'd you live? Uh, I think probably California, I would yeah. guess. But like, or Florida. You know, like uh, Christopher Lee, like he couldn't fly. Oh, really? Yeah, like all his shit had to be filmed separately for Attack of the Clones. Did not know that. Yeah, like you get too you get too old, you can't. Like, you're you're not supposed to fly anymore. Oh, blood clots shit, and shit. Shit could just kill you outright. All right, man. I don't like that. As shit. if airplanes weren't dangerous enough. All right. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, but but anyway, many fans apparently are quite unhappy about it. But what were you saying, Philip? That despite having a van- fan verification, many of the tickets were already scalped and being sold on eBay. Yeah, it, it was weird. You, you do the fan verification, you get an email for an inkling, and then it puts you in a place in a digital line. Mm-hmm. And I guess the people who got it first, they were scalping all the four day tickets. My friend and I were lucky enough to get uh, Thursday and Friday tickets. For Black Phillip's gonna be there for Nerdy Radio covering it. That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. The event, the fan verification. Apparently, there's like questions, like what planet is Superman from? Yeah, you know, yeah, you, this, can't that, be a, you can't be a normie. Yeah, but you know what's funny, dude? It's like, like nowadays, like who can't answer that shit in ten seconds with Google, the Google search? Yeah, but the, like, hold on, let's get it. Siri, where is Superman from? Interesting question, Adam. That's it. That's all I'm gonna get. Sir, you suck. But there's like uh, so anyway we were also linked uh, to eBay. I'm gonna include this this link in our notes um, to some of the scalper prices. Mm-hmm. And I mean they got one day tickets for two hundred and fifty dollars. That's crazy on eBay. Shout out to Joey M, uh, friend of Phillips. He said, "Hey, like your show. Thought you might want to say something about this." And like, th- there's got to be a better way to protect these fucking things from from the scalp life. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's called. I don't know. We'll get into that later. There's just there. There has to be something that that can be done because it, it shit sucks. Yeah, it does suck. It does suck. I agree. Not very nice. Not very nice at all. And like people, I know like Andrew. Shout out to Andrew. He he would get on, and like he had to keep like hitting refresh, refresh, refresh. Yeah. In order to try to get his ticket, and you know what I mean, like shit like that, like because it would freeze up and then it would sell out or. Whatever the case may be, like I you know, know what I'm ready for. What's that? Virtual events. You put a VR goggles on. You get into one of those little like dome shaped things, like so you feel like you're walking. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and you just go to these virtual events. 
Um, and then meet people virtually, and then everybody can get on there at the same time. I'd it's not ra- I'd rather go. Not very crowded. No, we can virtually go together. You can be standing right next to me as we no, virtually like, I go. I want to go, and I want to get some pizza, and I want to, you know what I mean? Like we I can virtually live, eat pizza. I want to live that like the Matrix. Versus, you know, the uh, what did you want to say about dumpster diving for your old toys? Oh, let me tell you what I did this morning. <laughs> okay. <sighs> my, oh, my, I think I know where this is going. My oldest, my oldest is is burdened with the, the the crazy memory that that plagues certain certain people in the Rustman clan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this is exactly what I'm talking about, Black Phillip. Look at this shit. It's like a little thing, tit, little spinny thing, but you're on a track and so you feel like you're walking. Yeah, no, no, no. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I anyway, don't, I don't want that. So my wife and I have been doing the purge. Uh-huh. Like we threw away some couches and shit, like some old couches right, that you were saying. Con- conveyed with the house. Okay. Some junk, like a bunch of junk left in like the backyard, and you know, just, uh, and I got that, rid of some dog crates. Dog crates for Bobby. Like the whole fucking dumpsters is almost filled to the brim with just junk, right? So my wife took it upon herself to go through the kids' stuff. Now, every year, like clockwork, we usually go through the kids' toys and like usually like clean them up, donate them. Or whatever, it's like goodwill or whatnot. And the kid's like, you know, hey, you know, Santa's bringing some new toys. Let's go ahead and get rid of toys you don't play with anymore. Right. And, and then Santa can bring those toys to some other people. Right. You know? <laughs> Which makes, you know, in, the, in their view of Santa, makes perfect sense. Right. So my wife, like, snatched this one, like, cat, like, stuffed animal for my daughter, the older one. And she immediately realized it was missing. My my wife's like, just don't tell her, right? And then, like, my wife is on the phone, and my daughter at this point is getting panicked because she can't find it. And she, like, really remembers where she puts everything. My wife's on the phone. She's like, well, I threw it away. And And my daughter, Ninja, heard that shit on the phone and just started fucking bawling and crying. So you know what I was doing at 8.30 in the morning this morning, Bobby? Dumpster diving? Dumpster diving. Hands covered in maggots. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Found it. Washed it. Dried it. We're good to go. So my wife's going to owe me. Oh, I should use this to get away with the 320. Yeah. There it is. The world is like, now I, back I was, in balance. I, you know what? I was having a bad day about it. Came across this good deal. And for me, I'm now good. Like, I just needed it to level me out. I don't want <laughs> Don't worry. That shit might work. That shit might work in the skull face. Shit. With, okay. Hell no. Not I thought like you that. were just saying you are going to use it to do that. Oh, I'll be like, listen. I got this thing. I don't want to hear any shit. You owe me. Okay. That's how. That's how. We, we don't have those theatrics. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> You no, guys are much ours, more theatrical yeah, than no, us. Ours is a constant game of cat and mouse. <laughs> <laughs> ours is quid pro quo, Clarice. Quid pro quo. Detached and whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I, I say that to say this. Like, my dad used to do that shit. He, like, just get pissed off and just, like, fucking throw away our shit. And I, I, for, the most of my, for the most of my stuff, I, I kept really good care of my toys. You know what I mean? Like, everything would be lined up and whatever as I do today but I don't have a lot of my stuff like you your dad took awesome care of your shit like he no, bought I, you, I had to take awesome he, care he, but he bought you like plastic bins to store that shit yeah up, yeah yeah you know um, but it's like I, I think it's important like not that you should be you should be a fucking hoarder but I think it's important to be honest with your kids to have them choose to dispose of things when they're ready to dispose of stuff or yard sale or whatever right you know but not just going out behind their back and throwing shit away I think that's fucking bad form sure you know speaking of kids I got a little discussion topic I want to get into. Okay. I'm meaning to get into this. Let's do it. I think we should start a pro-bullying campaign. Pro-bully. I think that could, I think that could lead us to a dark path. <laughs> Here's the reason why, right? 
bullying is wrong. I get that, right? But I I do think that speaking as the animals that we are, some of it's not just mean stuff, not just being mean. You know, there's a difference between people just being mean and picking on people for no reason, right? Mm -hmm. But like corrective behavior sometimes for people that need that shit, I think that we're all getting a little too soft with it. I think that every everybody needs to be a fucking individual snowflake now, and I think that we're getting adults now that don't know how to interact with one another. Because do you work with any people who are grown ass people who are just fucking weird? Yeah, of course. And it's and it's I know and, plenty. And <laughs> me? Are you, did you look at me? I did. I, sli- <laughs> I, I glanced. I gave a glance. The, but you know the thing is here. Let me say this. I got I, I got mean, bullied. You got bullied. Sure. Everybody got a little bullied. Sure. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about bullying to the point where a kid put us on a trench coat and he goes shoots fuck fucking school or anything. I understand. But I mean like it's like you know hey you're being fucking you know weird about stuff. Stop being weird about stuff. Well look here's the thing is that like these kids don't have the coping mechanisms to even get to that stage. That's the problem. That might be the problem. You know, like, like I think that the reason why bullies are more dangerous now mm-hmm. is because kids have been coddled up until the age they had to interact with other kids. You know, like, it, like I, I watch, like, you know, like, I, I'm not exposed to outside society too often. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's mainly Target and then kids shit, like gymnastics, yeah. Yeah. where I had to see other people parent their children. Yes. And when I, when I like their... Or lack thereof, but I mean, like, shout out to this, uh, this this mom, Hispanic mom. She's probably about her business. That's right. She was at gymnastics, and her daughter came running over and was like, "They're jumping in front of me in line." And she turned and looked at her and said, "Don't let them get back there." Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to stand up and thank her. And yeah, it just fucking thank you. Slow clap. Yeah. There's so many parents that would be like, "I'll teach them who's his parent." Yeah. Where's his mother? <laughs> I want to talk to his mother. I want to talk to her right now. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and that kid doesn't learn how to... Deal with conflict. Deal with conflict, to deal with... And sometimes bullying adversity, is conflict. And sometimes being with, bullied is adversity. To deal with all these things, like... I don't know what the answer is. Like, I, if if a kid bullied me, which happened, yeah, I fought him. I'd fight him. I'd fight him at the drop of a dime. And yeah. win or lose, didn't matter. I, I'd, I'd fight and I'd get suspended. And I'd yeah. come right back and fight him again. Yeah. And eventually, they would get tired of having to fight me. Even if they were just kicking my ass every time, they were getting, I'm going to get a lick in or two. Yeah. They're going to get tired of that. And eventually, they're going to stop fucking with me. That's right. You know, and like, now also, it's, a, it's another new generation where kids are now bringing guns to school and all this shit, and you got to worry about the, the fucking kid going nuts and killing up the whole school because he can't deal with one kid calling him an asshole. Yeah. And if you're going to bring your guns to school, well, maybe you are a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that kid's a hero. And you're a fucking idiot. For getting shot? No, maybe the kid that called you an asshole is a fucking hero. Oh. You can't, which kid are we talking about now? I'm totally a kid, lost. A kid, a, a, kid, a kid calls the other kid an asshole. Yeah. That kid goes home, gets his guns. He comes to school and shoots out the whole fucking school. What, guess what? Now the original kid was right. The bully was in the right. All right. Yeah. Because you are a fucking asshole. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me, let me see. I was talking to a, a friend of mine. He he said something fucking that like, it was almost earth shattering. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to butcher it. I'm going to butcher it. Uh, but he said basically like, you know what, man? He's like, all these kids are into this weird shit. And that's fine. Right? But the shit really is worth being weird about, you're going to fucking defend it. 
So let them bully all the weird shit. And the shit that's real, legit, it's going to survive. And I was like, you know what? That's very Darwinian of you, but I kind of like it. You know, yeah. and I'm not. I'm not literally saying that we need to go pick on people for no. No, no, reason, no, 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 you know? no, no. But what I'm saying is, is that when you take away young people's ability to initiate conflict and resolve conflict, and that's really what I'm getting at. I'm just being ridiculous with the the pro bullying thing. You you're robbing them of these skills that they're going to need to be successful exactly. adults, and we don't have successful adults anymore. We got a bunch of whiny bitches. I even say to uh to my oldest. You know, like the way I tell her to deal with all that shit is is one sentence. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody take anything from you. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yeah. Nobody takes your lunch. Nobody takes your lunch money. Yeah. Nobody takes your shoes. Yeah. Nobody takes your jacket. Nobody takes your dignity. Nobody takes your self-respect. Mm-hmm. Nobody takes your fucking right to have a happy day. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody take fucking anything from you. Mm-hmm. And you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And... My wife is a little bit more cautious, so that sort of thing. But like, if my kid, I, 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 I'm sure every parent says this. Like, my kid's sweet. My kid would never do anything terrible to another. But my youngest could. My youngest, <laughs> yeah, my youngest too. My my oldest is not gonna hurt anybody on purpose. Yeah, my middle one. But if somebody tried to take something from my kid, mm. and my kid stood up for herself, mm-hmm. I would go to bat for. I would go to Baffer to the end of the road. Mm-hmm. You know, we would go to, to the school, the principal, the school board, the county, the whatever I got to do. Yeah. To make sure that she knows I will have, I have your back. It, it, you know, what it seems to me is that like serious stuff that needs to be dealt with, they don't deal with it. But then they deal with the simple shit that people should deal with it, should be dealing with it on their own. Yeah. You know, and that's like somebody called, somebody called little Jimmy Fett. Well, Jimmy is fat. Right. He knows he's fat. If he doesn't want to be fat anymore, maybe he needs to go up there and play some more basketball since they're eating their Twinkies. And, and I was a fat kid. You know what happened? I got up off my ass and started running. I lost all, all you know, my fucking weight when I got into high school. And a lot of people called you fat. A lot of people called me that fat. That might have something to do with you having to do something about it. It absolutely did. You know? Like my grandmother said, you know you're fat. You got a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out, Gigi. Anyway. But, but yeah, I, I do think that, that kids are soft, but... I also think that there there are at the same time there are like there's shit working against them. Like if your kid if your kid goes to school now and somebody picks on your kid and your kid goes to work on them, mm-hmm. there's a good chance your kid can get thrown out of the school system. Yeah. Like the whole approach to this shit needs to be rethought. I don't know, man, because like my my daughter got punched in the in the bus by a boy right. that was older than her. Nothing happened to him. I hear we, you. We didn't even, they wouldn't even give us his name. We knew who he was. They mm-hmm. wouldn't even give us his name. Well, you know, we talked to him. And this is, you know, this is when she was in, in kindergarten. He was in first grade. Now, I was livid about that because it's a boy hitting a girl. But anyway, but like, you know, I, and, and like how much work, like a little scuffle, you know, I mean, it's going to work on somebody's like getting a fucking crowbar and, and pulling a joker on Jason Todd. And that's that's you know, I don't think that we're going to see that as much with the elementary school kids. Now, no, there no, is, no. now there is some people out there, you know, that's, you know, I mean, you get a busted lip, you get a black guy, you get a bloody nose, it's fine. Shit heals. You know, that shit mends. As long as you're not breaking bone or lacerating or, you know, disfiguring, that, that gets to be a problem. But let them figure it out, man. You know, let these kids fucking figure shit out. Because you know what? The world's a rough place. And, and, and the majority of the world isn't like your fucking suburban, pretty gentle neighborhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
there's some rough areas. Ask Paul Dini. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and I mean the Call, the callback reference joke. Even even the suburban neighborhood shit is a fucking facade. Yeah, I agree. You know, all I those agree. people are fucking cutthroat behind closed closed doors. Yeah, it does get aggravating. It's kind of like you know, it's passive aggressive. It's 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 fucking. There's some genuine people out there though too. Sure, you know? every once in a while, but for the most part, it's fucking HOA bullying. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? Like it's people HOA are, Nazis. It's no, 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 no. I mean, it's it's like the same. It's the same type of shit. It's just on a different platform. It's like it's not. It's not being direct. It's not coming to you and being like, I don't like the way your fucking nose looks. Yeah. Fuck you dude, and your dumbass nose. It's been broken a couple times, man. Stop pointing it it's, out, dude. I know it's crooked. It's oh my god. Fuck. Can and it wiggles believe, when I talk. Can you believe they have a snow shovel on their front porch? <laughs> take a picture, Jerry. Take a picture. <laughs> Dude, your HOA is a lot worse Jerry, than mine. Jerry, can you send that picture? I had a dumpster sitting down in front of my, Jerry, my yard for last picture. week. Jerry, send that picture of the fucking, of the fucking snow shovel. We're going to send it to the HOA. You know, it's funny. I was out when I was out running a day. There's a, like in I live in a court, but it's like a, it's like a long kind of street up a hill, and then like the court's at the bottom of the opposite side of the hill. And on the corner, entering the street, there's this house, and these people have like a little Pomeranian, a little orange Pomeranian, and then a little fluffy dog that's white. And this dog is always out. It never has a leash. It just walks out of the house anytime it wants, which as a dog owner and somebody who knows a little bit about them, that's fucking bullshit. Yep. But this dog fucking chases people and yaps. And, you know, it's always, you know, whatever. And like, I want to take one of my dogs over there and just leave it on a leash and like, like jump out there and seize that little fucker and shake it to death. But I don't do that. So today I was running and that little motherfucker like darted out at me and like you know like you're in the like in and, like it just like kind of startled me like what the fuck that motherfucker's trying to bite me like like literally I was like go away dog and I started running again it's like at my heels nipping at my shoes and finally like I, like I, I screamed at it and I guess somebody heard it and called it because I had my headphones in I couldn't hear anything but I wanted to go back there and be like dude do something about your fucking dog but I didn't I'm gonna you know I was angry at the time and I wanted to say mean things but I was like, you know what I'm gonna wait it out. They saw that was a problem. Next time I'm running, if the dog's still outside, maybe I'll say something to him. And I go direct. I'm going to call the cops. I'm going to call the HOA. But listen, you need to put the dog inside. It's, it's a danger to other people, and it's a danger for itself. You know? Communicate like adults. There's also like a... Um, Communication. There's a person in my neighborhood that has... Uh, I think it's a bull mastiff. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I don't know why I can't place it right now. But... Dog runs off the leash all the time. Mm-hmm. They open the door. Dog goes out. They don't mm-hmm. give a shit. You know, yeah. the neighborhood seems to be okay with it for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I don't like that shit either. But if that dog goes near my kid mm-hmm. or knocks my kid over or whatever, I'm gonna stomp the I'm gonna stomp the dog shit out of that dog. Is, it, is this what it looks like? Uh, yeah. Yep. Blackfield just pulled up a bull mastiff. Is it is it a brindle? No, it's a beige one like that. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. That's not good. But anyway. <sighs> Moving on, I got all worked up now. I know, but I mean, I you know, I think that I think that people need to be a little bit, a little bit tougher. We don't all need to be fucking toughest coffin nails, you know. We don't all need to have fucking facial scars and lazy eyes and and you know, stubby chin hair. Well, you know, speaking, of, I finally shaved my neck beard today. Did you? Yeah, man, it's glorious. All right, let's talk about some shit. Okay, where's the some more shit? Where the fuck? I'm glad we kind of agree on that subject, though. Um, Spider-Man. We got some images of him. Yeah. I don't um, like the mask all loosey-goosey. I'm guessing that's just a Oh, yeah, they're going to CGI yeah. it. And and apparently there's going to be an origin for Miles in the movie. Sweet. I'm on board with that. Yeah. Like, if the rumor is true, you know how that goes. Yeah. But, like, 
I think that like you know we've never had a Miles origin in the movie. Yep. This will reintroduce Spider Man to us from Civil War. Do we and even have Miles origin? Has ever uh, come I'm out? sure it's out there. It's Miles origin. Don't check on that, like Philip. If you're gonna pull it up, pause it because I don't want to read it. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But I, I do want to. All right, so I'm just going to read it because it's, it's worth reading. It's actually pretty interesting. Uh, basically, after Oscorp scientist Dr. Marcus uses Parker's blood to recreate the Oz formula that created Spider-Man, the Prowler steals the formula, and in the process, one of the spiders created by Marcus crawls into the Prowler's duffel bag. Days later, the Prowler's nephew, grade schooler Miles Morales, is bitten by the spider during a visit to Aaron's apartment. Morales develops superhuman abilities similar to those Peter Parker has but does not tell his parents due to his father's distrust of superheroes, confident, confiding only in his best friend, Gank Lee. So, and he's fairly unhappy about having the powers. And it's the exact same Spider-Man powers, nothing, nothing different. Uh, I'm sure there's maybe some little differences here and there, but that's the origin. Gotcha. Cool. But anyway, I'm up for that. Yeah, very, like we said before, very diverse uh, crowd in this thing. Yeah. It makes I, sense, though. It's exactly. It makes sense. It's, it's Queens. Smart. It's Queens. And, and it's, it's the way to do it. And I think that, like, having an origin of a new Spider-Man would be cool to see. Yeah. Speaking of diversity, mm-hmm. new Iron Man. 15 no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've already got notes. You don't want to go there? No, because I've already got this shit laid out now. <laughs> um, so, uh, Civil War special features have also been revealed. Oh. Did you look at those at I all? did not. I did not look I'm going to go through them. Well, let me ask you a question, since we're on the topic. What do you... What What is your favorite special, sort of special feature? Like, what do you like... Deleted what, scenes. Deleted scenes? Yeah. Really? And then followed by gag reel. That's interesting. My, they're actually my least favorite deleted scenes. Really? There was usually I find that I'm like, oh, no wonder this was deleted. You know, there, there was a time, and I think... I want to say that X-Men VHS... Had the deleted scenes at the very end of the VHS. Hmm. This is before the days of Divid. Divid. Um, and I just remember that being so awesome, you know. Hmm. Um, and that was also a time where, like, I guess that was early, I guess early two thousand maybe that yeah. came out. So it, you know, I was you know finally making some money and and had had some disposable income to go purchase such a thing. Because you wouldn't, I wouldn't normally get a VHS if, unless it was like a gift or something. You know, I wouldn't go out and buy it on my own. And that started me down a dark path of collecting DVDs, which now I kind of regret. Mine are the uh, commentaries. That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. I don't think I've ever listened to a commentary if I wasn't with you. That actually used to be my Warhammer painting thing. Yeah. Like my ritual. Like oh, it's yeah. a commentary and, and. You may need to get some more commentaries going on then, buddy. Well, now I do it while I'm coloring. God damn it. Um, <laughs> so there's going to come with United We Stand, Divided We Fall, which is the making of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to explore the first Avengers fascinating evolution from loyal soldier to seasoned conflicted hero who questions authority. So it's going to have like a little Captain America documentary. Mm-hmm. It's going to have the same for Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And it's going to have an exclusive sneak peek and behind the behind the scenes of Doctor Strange. Yeah, it seems kind of odd, but okay. It's going to have an audio commentary with directors Anthony and Joe Russo, a gag nice. reel, and deleted and extended scenes. Hmm. So it sounds like everybody wins. Everybody wins. Um, do you Are you a fan of director cuts, extended cuts, and such? Case-by-case case basis. Generally speaking. Case, uh, 50-50. Okay. Sometimes, you're right, sometimes you're right you, there in the middle. Sometimes on I the th- fence. Sometimes Don't I want to make a decision. Sometimes I think the studio is right on the money. 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think the director was right on the money. Okay. Um. So I don't know. I think that I like the option. Yeah. And especially a movie that has like you can watch it either way. Yeah, both. All in. Yeah. yeah. Give me that. Uh, let's I see. Do, I do like the fact that the X Men, um, Days of Future Past Road Cut, has both of them on the same Blu-ray. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty cool. Um. So the good captain sheds his swastika. Mm-hmm. We, which we all knew. We, it, it's exactly how we guessed it too. Yeah. That that. Well, we knew that Red Skull when he was maybe red onslaught. Red onslaught. Who I hate. As we established in previous episodes. <laughs> Shout out Nerd Rage Radio. <laughs> um, I guess uh, did some illusions in the past and make. Cap's mom seemed like a Nazi, but I guess she never was a Nazi, and so Cat's gonna, you know, Cap's gonna fight that for the good fight, yada yada yada. Yeah, but I, you know, at, at least it's at least it's fixed. I, I don't feel like it was necessary to do anyway, and I feel like it arced really quickly. Yeah, like episode issue two, three, I think. Oh, is it three? I think it's the third one of the arc, but it just seems like all that for that for three issues. I wonder if it's a backlash thing. You know what? Actually, I was asking the same. Like, I, it seems mighty quick. Yeah, because usually that's a six issue. It seems mighty quick. type thing. Fuck that guy, whatever his name is. Who Nick wrote Spencer. That. I'll never forget it. Now Gary has driven it home in my brain. Yeah, you, you listened to it eighteen times. But it is out there, and we actually have the issue. Oh, um, do we? In the notes, I'm going to keep it in the notes. Yeah, leave it there. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, and. Let's see what else we have. And he actually, Captain America is getting a statue in Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm excited about this. I am too. You know, it's it's cool, man. I think it's time. I, you know what, man? Captain America has probably become, he's made the biggest leap for me in how much I love that character from when I was a childhood. Yeah. Like Superman is still on pretty much the same par. Spider-Man is pretty much on the same par. Batman, likewise. I mean, they fluctuated down and up over the years. But Captain America was really like... Captain America, and now like he's in my like top five. Yeah, you know I actually I mean? didn't give a shit about Captain America until uh, Civil War, like the first Civil War. Yeah, and that's when he kind of started becoming interesting to me. He became interesting a little bit earlier yeah, than you that. Had, when you got an Ultimate, Ultimate and, like and stuff like when he beat up Hank Pym for beating the Wasp, um, and some of the stuff in the New Avengers that I, then I when I jump back into Marvel, I, I do want to make a comment real quick. Please do. Um, you know. That sounds like it's dangerous. That sounded like adult feet. <laughs> it did. It did. The front door is locked. Um, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to come out and really act as if I'm more of a DC fanboy than a Marvel fanboy. And like, I don't want to get into the middle of this Marvel DC type thing. Uh-huh. But like, I do love Marvel. I, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think that you guys do need to realize that. Like, I I have just as many more. Like, my Marvel collection and DC collection are like split right down the middle. Yeah. And I mean it's 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 very 50-50. I mean, the I only thing we have more DC than The I only have. thing talk about me, Bob. I know. I'm always about you. But that's what we're letting the listeners <laughs> into into our lives. <laughs> but um, you know, it's just that it it's just that DC has done a, a couple things like the absolute editions, which I'm I'm driven to, you know. Um they seem to they, they seem for whatever reason I think just the 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 hard copies and the, and the Lucy's seem to come fa- a little bit faster, I think, than the Marvel ones. The Marvel ones have a, f- a harder time finding. Um, and it seems, too, that Marvel's comic book story has gone, went off the rails earlier 
than DC's did. I, they they both are kind of off the rails now. Mm-hmm. Do you need your charger? You about to die? No, no, no. I just sent you the notes. Okay. And um, that, that, that was the accomplishment. Little giddy up you out there. Yep. I like Done. That. It's, it's hot, man. Feels good. Um, so it, it's it's equal love, man. There's characters that I love on both uh, both ends. I don't want to ever pick one to like one of my family members. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, it's like 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 two brothers. Even they don't have two brothers. Well, kind mm-hmm. of. You don't want to pick one over the other. You know what I mean? So there you go. Yeah. That's it. Well, I I, I think we said this last week, but it is how I feel. Like I I like the Marvel characters for how they play against each other mm-hmm. and I like the DC characters how they are like, yeah. I like them as a standalone yeah um, like I much prefer, prefer Avengers books and X-Men books and big Marvel events over singular Marvel character stories mm-hmm. generally speaking yeah I hear you um, valid points uh, valid points so next up we have Iron Man or Woman yeah so now, I want you to read the headline that I posted. I will. It is as follows. Uh, give me a second. Marvel's new Iron Man is a 15-year-old black woman. First off, 15-year-old, not a woman. Correct. Not a woman. In that picture, got the natural going on, got the little Iron Man chest symbol, so, yep. some uh, budding breastesis, midriff. Hypersexualized for a fifteen-year-old, I've got a, I've got an issue with that, right? I don't care that Iron Man's new lackey or whatever is an African American female. I don't. That doesn't bother me whatsoever. I, I don't care. Tony Stark is still there. It's not like they're re, you know, they're rewriting Tony Stark to be T O N I Stark, who <laughs> was a black woman from from yeah, get go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I could see that happening. But I mean, like, I'm looking at a, a young lady that looks like like she's Beyonce. You know what I mean? Um, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, like, did she? Beyonce's kind of was... body would put her body to shame. Yes, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, her face she put a, she her, put her a lot face kind of looks like Beyonce's. She put a lot of bodies to shame. You know. Um. Anyway, I don't like the the hyper sexualization of a 15 year old girl. I think that's. I think that's going in the wrong direction. If you want to be more diverse and, and bring in others, it, it, here we are again. It's like, why are we doing this? And how we're doing this is wrong in regards to the, the, the sexual nature of it, you know? So well, continue. My, my, no, that, that, that's really it. I mean, she's an MIT student. Yeah, and all this it's fine. That's it's all fine. Of, yep, yep, yep. Glad, yeah. But my, my, my big thing with this twofold, don't she's me, hanging out with a womanizing forty-year-old. Don't don't let me forget the second part. No, because I can see him. I can see him eyeing up talent from afar. Like that makes sense to me. Keeping, especially at a school like an MIT. Okay. I can see him keeping tabs on the elite of that institution. My beef is this: is every Marvel character getting a female knockoff version? Interesting. Do you know what I mean? Because like we have a female Wolverine now. Yep. She's basically Wolverine yep. with claws on her feet. Yep. We have female a f- Thor. Female Thor. Female Spider-Man. Female Spider-Man. Female Miss Marvel, which has been female for a while, but sure. third out male. Yeah. Female Iron Man. Yep. You know, like it's the it, it's not that 
it's not that they're females. And like I'm all about like I am all about the family dynamic. Yeah. Like I like the Bat family. Yes. I like the Spider-Man family that's like kind of coming into its own now. Yeah. I'm totally behind it. Yeah. It makes perfect sense to me. I totally dig it. But if each one of these situations ends up becoming a younger female version of the same thing, <laughs> it's just it's too predictable. If everybody's special, nobody is. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so that's 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 issue 1. Okay? Mm-hmm. Issue 2. Where's everybody jumping up and down? For diverse villains, yeah. Why is it okay for a white man to yeah. be the villain? Yeah. Nobody's saying, "Hey, we don't have enough female villains. We don't have enough females doing terrible things to the earth and the cities and the girlfriends and boyfriends of our that's, heroes." That's a good point. Why don't we have enough villains who are? Where's all the? Where's all the villains from Tibet? Yeah. Why don't we have any Tibetan villains? I think you had enough vocals on my end. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> where, are, where are all the villains? Where are all the diversity yeah. the, the you know villains? You know what's funny, man? Why, why does nobody want any bad guys in there? And you don't hear, and you don't hear white people going, "Hey, t- whoa, 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 time out, guys." Even Purple Man is technically white. There's just too many. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny, man? Like, um, uh, there's like a nationwide. Have you seen that commercial? Where it's like, uh, did you call the insurance company? I'm too busy vacuuming the room. He's like, he's like destroying the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I'm washing the cat. I, no, these leaves are gonna rake themselves. Like shaking the trees. Mm-hmm. It's like the new like white people are idiots. And then the company that has nationwide is the African American company looking at their neighbors across the street. Like, what a bunch of fools! Look at their foolish behavior. That is like the new trend in cinema. Like, yeah, like or, or in in TV and commercial. Like, like the idiot is always the white father. Yeah, Homer you know? Simpson. Yeah. Homer Simpson, Peter Griffin, Peter Griffin. Yeah, I mean it's it's it's, it's, it's you know uh, Bob's Burger is all like it, yeah. it's it's those are just cartoons, but even in like the TV shows my kids watch, like the white dad is the, the zany idiot, the lovable idiot. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. That but that the, the, us- the, the kids run circles around, and he just does. Dad, you just don't get it. You know, everybody's Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I just I like like and you know what I. I I don't care. I don't care either. I don't care, but it's funny, man. Like I saw some, I saw some clip they put on. Somebody put on an Oprah. It's probably Joff. Joff probably did it. Mm-hmm. And it was like a picture of the map, and like the map of the Earth, and everything was like misproportions. But like she had it like a certain way where the United States was bigger. It was in the center of the map. This is racism. This is why white people can't help but being racist, right? And then she like she cut the map, and then she put like. Asia over on the right in North America. Can I talk how about we that? see it? How we see it nowadays? Most things. Can right? I talk about that? You can. And it's like this is how it should be. And this is like nineteen mid eighties, probably early nineties. I was on Oprah. Yeah, Oprah. Yeah. Um, I just I just commented on that recently. Did you? Not his. I saw somebody else share it, and I. Oh, really, really, really. Because there's actually there's good reason why it's like that. Why it has like nothing that. to do? Well, arguably nothing to do with race. You could make the argument that race is involved, but not yes. for the reasons that they're saying it's involved. Okay. Okay. So the map that they're referring to is called like the I think it's called the mercantile map. Okay. It it was it it, it was illustrated and and drawn up years ago. Yeah. By sailors. Okay. The countries are disproportionate. Yes. Uh, Greenland, huge. Yeah. And should nowhere be that that. South America, small. Small. Uh, Africa, smaller than it should be. India, China, smaller than they should be. And there's two reasons why. On a globe, it's easier to put things in perspective because you're playing real time. When you cut it open and spread it 
doesn't make sense. It doesn't make perfect sense. Yes. So certain things are exaggerated. That's one because reason. the Earth is a sphere. But that's a ish but, sphere. But ish. that's a, that's a, actually a smaller reason why it's like that. The most legitimate reason why it is like that is because the countries are disproportionate, and they're disproportionate because of their wealth. This was drawn up by sailors who were doing trade. Mm-hmm. They drew certain countries bigger so that they could detail the land marks yeah. larger so that the ships could see where to dock and what parts to look out for yes. because that's where the trade routes were. Yes. It had nothing to do with race. Now, you can make the argument that, well, they had wealth and they had wealth because they were taking from other – fine. I, I, I'm I'm not going to debate Ste- that. Steel German warfare. But that's not we're the not going to get that conversation. But that's not the reason, the ultimate reason yes. why it was drawn that way. It was yes. drawn that way so that captains of, of you know navigators – could have it could lay their eyes on landmass easier and know the the exact dimensions. There's a hell of a lot more ports in in the east coast of North America than there probably are on the east coast of South America at the time that it was being designed. Well, because there was money. Yeah. There was more money yeah. in North America. And higher so population. More, so there was more trade. Yes. So theoretically, if that map was drawn today, mm-hmm. China would be huge. Yes. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Valid point. But it's anyway. funny, dude. It's like, man, like I, I do get. It's like, listen, man. But it shouldn't. It, in, in, sometimes a cigar is a cigar. And to be fair, we shouldn't be using that in school. It was never meant to yeah, end. But up you know what? In school, I was educated in school that maps are never proportionate. Unless it's on a globe, it's never proportionate. And the map that I saw was not the one where the United States was in the center. Like I showed it how I always saw with the United States more on the left, and yeah, and, that's and, the one I saw too. Yeah, this one was not that. I I'd never even seen that map when I was in school. Nor I. And I'm in my mid thirties. But I, the the thing is, is is that map was never intended to teach people geography. Yes. Yes. You know, it was it was only intended to like. Like shit, like we're doing a lot of trade with Greenland, and it's a relatively small place. Let's really get in here and show where these nooks and crannies are. And even in the legend of the map, mm-hmm. it says that certain countries are disproportionate. Yes. Like it goes, it goes to say it because it was there as a cautionary thing. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I digress. It's funny though. Yeah, it's funny how we get these little tidbits, and we and we like the internet gets erupted about all this bullshit. You know, my kids are a quarter Argentinian. Mm-hmm. I want more Argentinian villains. You know what I want? They're, my kids are also female. I want my kids to have a strong female Argentinian villain. <laughs> because my kids can't can't connect with do they, Skeletor. Do they know all the songs from Evita? They they don't know none of them actually. Mm. Because you know why Madonna's white. <laughs> and I don't want to. You know, did, did, I don't want to. I don't want to. the reason. No, I'm not talking about the Madonna version. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> but that's the only way the joke works. <laughs> Oh man, don't cry for me. So I won't. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the squirrel girl bit of business, dude. We'll see the squirrel covers. I think we feel differently about this. <laughs> I think we feel differently about this. <laughs> so you posted this in the notes. Uh, basically, Anna Kendrick. Yes. Her brother mm-hmm. is a comic book fan. Okay. And tweeted to her or something like yeah. that. Like, you should play this. Yes. And then people have kind of been running with it, and she's even kind of like ditzy about it. She's like, I, d- I don't know what comics are, but I can sure act nutty, a ba doop doop ba doop, <laughs> you know. But like, but but you you posted this in the notes and and said no with a yeah. Why? Because I don't want a squirrel girl in the movie. Oh, I do. No, I do. That's too that, dude, that's too rough. It's far too See, rough. See, but I don't want a squirrel girl movie. Okay. 
Like, I like Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl's actually, like, taking out Thanos and shit. Like, yes. She, because her powers are, like, to all, always accidentally win. Mm-hmm. Argentinian heroes and villains by Marvel and DC. Thanks, Black Phil. I'm from Argentina, and here we have a few superheroes, but I found out that Marvel and DC have some, too. They're mostly cliche of what they seem to be. At least... <laughs> Alright, so let's see. We got... We got... Uh, Is this crying about Argentinian villains and heroes? Don't cry for me, Argentina. If there's a petition, could you link me? That's all I'm asking. <laughs> Thanks, Black Phillip. Um, but, but anyway, why would you want to see Squirrel Girl, dude? Uh, because I, I think... No, you don't. You just want to mock it. No, 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 no. That's not true. That's not true. I can you see think she's going to enrich the Marvel Universe? And I, enrich... Hold on. Let me ask this question. Wait, no, no. You're, 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 getting me, you're getting me wrong from Jump Street. Okay. It's not that I'm dying to see a Squirrel Girl. Mm-hmm. But if they're gonna put a squirrel girl in it, I think she'd make a decent squirrel girl. And I think that you could <laughs> you could have a situation that was funny. Like like take uh take take the attack on New York in Avengers, right? Yeah. And now translate it to phase four or phase three. We got some big battle going on. You got a, a even more epic scope of heroes. Uh huh. They're they're assembling, if you will, to take on these these dastardly foes. And all of a sudden, she like walks out of a like a little like breakfast. Bar. Does she even have pa- like real powers? Yeah, she, she does have powers. Does she like, have squirrel? Huh? Is she have squirrel? Yeah. She has like a squirrel that. tail. It's like something real like squirrel. You might tail. need to look up look up squirrel girl's powers. Yeah. Um. But like she she like stumbles out of like a breakfast like a coffee place. Mm-hmm. She's like I'm ready guys and they're like get get back in the squirrel club. ears maybe. They're like look stop playing around and get back in there and, and hide. Yeah. And then they just keep on going about their business. I'm all about stuff like that. Yeah. Like a cameo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I may. I could see. I could. I'm not like I anti. Could I'm not tolerate anti. a Squirrel Girl cameo on Marvel's Agents of Shield. That's about it. No, no, don't no. want it in my Netflix. Don't want it in my cinema. I don't want it in my Netflix. Netflix. The Netflix universe is not built for that. Okay. Squirrel Girl's powers are enhanced strength, speed, agility, and reflexes. Small claws and large incisor. <laughs> retractable. Retractable knuckle spikes. Uh, she's got a tail. Uh, empathetic. Bond with squirrels like Monkey Joe and Tippy Toe can communicate with squirrels. <laughs> I take it. Uh, escaping the taunts of her fellow schoolmates regarding her physique mutation. Is she a mutant? I guess she idolizes, idolizes uh, Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with a mixture of success, pluck, and cheery smile, Squirrel Girl has quickly become a favorite of ally of Shield. All right, man, I don't, uh, yeah, I, I thought she has some kind of power that she's like always luckily, like she's like the unbeatable squirrel girl or something. Well, she is kind of unbeatable. Like she beats all the fucking, the big boys. But anyway, I just think, I, I, like, I'm not anti. I'm not anti. I'm and, not anti. And if Ant-Man can work, so can Squirrel Girl. I disagree. I think that's, I don't I think, think there's any difference between Paul Rudd playing Ant-Man than this chick playing Squirrel Girl. Dude. I, to me, honestly. First of all. They're in the same Squirrels category. are a disgusting creature. They're tweed. Tree dwelling health. Secondly, spots. they're super cute. No, they're not. Yes, they're they are. Fucking... Have you ever fed one a Dorito? Yes. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. You fed a squirrel a Dorito. Actually, it was a Cheeto. Okay, so the answer is no. <laughs> Probably a Dorito. Not. And when he ate that Cheeto, I bet you he was super cute. Yeah, maybe. Still Dude, was... I saw this uh, this meme recently. <laughs> it's funny. Did I send it to you? The uh, hamster. It was like when you were a hamster, but you've seen some. Oh food. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just getting poked. <laughs> It's like all the feet. So let me just describe it. So it's like this hamster being fed like a little treat. Yeah. And the hamster's like, nom, 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 nom. and they take the treat away for a second, and the hamster like just freezes. And in the background, they show like uh, in like low opacity, like all these yeah. scenes from Vietnam, and the hamster like refuses to eat. 
<laughs> and the little like uh, Blackfield's bringing it up. And the, and the little meme tagline here, was here, send the link to send the link to, to to Bobby so you can put it in the show notes. And the uh, the hashtag was was when you a hamster but you seen some shit. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if it's narcoleptic. <laughs> so you hear the music. This is a squirrel looking mad serious. Oh my god! Okay, so it's a hamster. Anyway, I'm up for Squirrel Girl. I'm, I'm, oh I'm, my god! I'm, 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 I'm available. I'm available. Um, so this Ghost Rider thing—it may be the ghost, or maybe the descendant of the original Ghost Rider something, that we're seeing in Shield. Stupid. It's not going to be Johnny Blaze or. Nah. So he, he might even have a car. Hold on a second. Oh, it, it is the one with the car. Oh, uh, it's even worse. I'm Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Is this it's Robert D? Oh. Ooh, giggity. Hey, hey, Robert D. You're live on the internet. Just make sure you PayPal me directly. 250 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Not the show. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do a quick shout out real quick? I think I lost him. Mm. Well, that's all you get. No, I'm here. Okay. There's a, there's a slight delay. Do you want to do a shout out, Robert D? Oh, this sucks. Hang yeah. up on him. He's done. <laughs> Robert D, you're done for the day. <laughs> um, and then the, that was the, horrible. The last bit of Marvel news is that uh, it seems this is somewhat spoilery for the comic book world. It seems that at the end of Civil War II, uh, it's going to lead into a divided we stand. Hey, Black Phil, don't drop my headset in the, in the pizza, man. You buy this guy some pizza. We just had a little pizza break. Pizza party. Hey, I'll tell you. Pizza. How do you feel about the term pies? In uh, Hey, bro, you want to get some pies? Yeah. Not a fan. Uh, I'll tell you when I think it's acceptable. <clears throat> when when it's York? not a chain pizzeria. Like, if you say we're going to get some pies and you show it with some Pizza Hut, I'm giving you the stink eye. Hmm. You know, for somebody who eat any kind of pizza, you're kind of an uppity pizza person. I am as well. very. I'm a very uppity pizza. But person. you eat any kind of pizza. Yeah, except for Lido's. Except for Lido's, who's a square, and it's Taliban sponsored. No, it just tastes like it. Where's that even come from? I don't know. It was the first thing that came to mind when I thought about bad things. <clears throat> um, Taliban. Anyway, this divided we f- we stand. Yeah, is going to be supposedly what's left after Civil War. Look at that burnt piece of like whatever hanging from the roof of your mouth. You know? But what's interesting is that it's a lot of C string and D string players. Yeah, like people we haven't seen in forever. But I'm okay with that. Like uh-huh. I'm okay with cycling in some new faces, fleshing them out, Jeff Johns in them a little bit, and yeah. making them interesting and all that. It kind of it kind of excites me about the direction Marvel's going. Marvel has been on a roll recently, like yeah. on the low. Mm-hmm. Um. Like I feel like their their movies no because I don't like Marvel apparently <laughs> right their movies have been you know so highly critically acclaimed or whatever that like what they've been doing on the comics has kind of been I feel like not as as significant but like Secret Wars I loved okay and then uh, a lot of these other little stuff like, can I hold that Secret Wars yes you can hold it now I'm gonna have to get a Dewey Decimal checkout system though for the house because I forget speaking of Dewey Decimal system. Mm-hmm. My wife, she got a pair of like you know library glasses. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know the ones. Mm-hmm. A black frame. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. So we were just talking some shit. I was like, yeah, 
I want you to talk to me about the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> Make it sound sexy. <laughs> Keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking books. <laughs> Dumbass books. Hey, man. Don't be a Hitler, all right? Hey, man. You see, you can't eat no books. That's, That's a true. belly reference. That's true. That's a belly reference. Man, fuck a book. <laughs> right my you need to worry about your shorty, man. She can't eat no books. Um. <clears throat> so yeah. Anyway, looks cool. Hold on, Robert D's got something that he played. Oh Hold boy. On. Hey, Bobby, go face. <laughs> Would you like me to check your prostate? I'll be really sweet and gentle. You can't overdo the Eschers with him. I'll tell you. It's got to be super shuttle. I, I I wonder what goes on that little private. Oh, that's really loud, man. You got to turn that down a little bit. Here, bro. Let's see. You hit this. <laughs> yeah, man. Jesus. I can hear myself. Yeah. There you go. That thing's, that, that headset's all jacked up, man. You're right. Uh, what are we talking you, about, I pedophile? Wish I, could, I wish I could go see what goes down in a little private chat between you and him. Just how much I'm disgusted in there. Dude, look, look at you being conceited. Including my prostate. I just, I just got a glimpse. Look, look here. This is what he left me, voicemail message. Sword, it comes with four swords. <laughs> These are little treats we get from... All right, I, I'm actually going to do you a solid. See how... See how long until there's a Bobby reference in, in uh, our chat. Well, this is the Bobby reference because he was listening to the podcast. So, see, none yesterday. None. Yesterday was Tuesday. You should get like a little thing like, uh, hold on, hold on. you know how in the warehouse. Talking about Jesse Eisenberg. You know how in the warehouse they how have horrible like, he is. so many days since our last injury. Yeah. <laughs> he so many days since the last time we brought up Bobby. Yeah. In, yep, yep. in your little chat. Talking about Woody Allen. Keep on going. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Um. Yeah, I'm back to Sunday now. Still good for you guys. Talking about running. Uh, Bolton fight scene. All oh, right. talking about Game of Thrones. Good. So conceited. Talking about segues. And it's just because he. Okay, there's a so Friday. Friday was the last time he said something. He just said something about. So Friday to he, Wednesday. He said, but all he said was, he just said, I just finished four uh four day stint trying to meet a deadline tonight. Uh, that was my rest day. Uh, he said, I'll catch up with you. Tomorrow on my Segway, laugh out loud. It's not even really oh, Bobby no. callback joke. Okay, fine. Friday. Justice League concepts. What do you think of them? Um, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Really? I don't know. Like, I, what turns I, you I, off? I don't want to see Matthew McConaughey as a Reverse Flash. <laughs> Have you seen those pictures? Oh no. Yeah. Are they in this article? Um, and they're in some some of those articles. So, hold on a second, guys. I hate vehicles. So, I think we should all go back to horses and or jetpacks, yeah. but small jetpacks that can like fit in a suitcase, not these ones you have to like stand in. You know, those aren't jetpacks. That's just like a, that's like a, not an exoskeleton type jetpack. I'm talking about like a rocketeer type jetpack. I'll like even wear probably a harsh transition. Might we need to explain how the tone <laughs> has changed so quickly from Matthew McConaughey in a reverse flash suit? Because Matthew McConaughey in that Lincoln just made me hate vehicles. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, no, like, I just, I, all right, so, I've actually, knock on wood here, have had a pretty good string of, of good luck here recently, right? Um, about a year ago, I got my vehicle worked out, and I'm not a car guy, I don't know how to, I don't know how to fix a car, I don't even want to learn how to fix a car, you know what I mean? I, I can imagine that's not terribly difficult, I've watched people change oils and replace brakes and all that stuff, I just don't want to do it, I don't have any part of it, you know what I mean? Okay. Don't care. I don't like grease staining my hands for longer than five minutes. You know what I mean? Call me whatever. 
doesn't it's matter. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I don't want to have to worry about how to dispose of it after I'm done changing my oil. Anyway, about a year ago, I was having an issue with my like my vehicle and like the axle almost broke. You know, got it fixed. Spent like four thousand bucks on it. The vehicle's not even worth four thousand bucks, right? Making a clunking sound. And please don't email me and tell me it's the CV joint or <laughs> the ball joint or the boots. I don't care. I hate a ball joint. <laughs> I know you do. I do. It's probably a ratchet universal. I know. That anyway, I'll take. Anyway. So they started making the sound again. And, and I was like, you know what? I bet you it's still under warranty for that work. That I, and I got it done someplace I usually don't get stuff done because the place I usually get done was busy. So these people... Worked on it for me. I went back there and I just got, I'm a thousand miles and a month out from the warranty on it being expired. Right? My whole issue now is that, like, I think these guys f- fucked it up. They don't want to admit that they fucked it up. Something's wrong with it. And I think it's causing, like, wear on my tires. And I basically have gone through some tires in, like, a year, which is fucking unheard of. So I got to put new tires on this vehicle in a year. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to have some issues. So, anyway. What do you think about these concept images? It's just, it's, they're fine. It's fine. I mean, we see a little bit more flash. You know, he doesn't look as techie as I thought he was going to look. Yeah. Um, let me see. I mean, just let me refresh myself with him. That's the right one. Yeah. Um, he's very, very tall. Everybody's costume is very tall. Tall like a tiger. Like, you know what, dude? Batman's the biggest motherfucker there. Like, I don't know if he's, I don't know if Ben Affleck is the biggest dude there, but, you know, Superman's big but he's he's very tapered very well i'm guessing they were all done separately and then kind of composited together maybe on this maybe. image but like he's like the he's got the biggest traps he's got the biggest you know arms he's got the biggest legs you know but they look good they, I mean, they look good they look fine yeah. i mean they look it look like a good a good translation uh i think the weakest costume is probably the flashes i don't know how i feel I like about it. that i don't dislike it i just think it's the weakest um i think cyborgs looks kind of looks fucking mean dude I'm 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 kind of digging Cyborg, like he he's more nanotechnology that I want. I don't want it a big. I don't want a big clunky Cyborg like in the cartoons. I, I want a streamlined nanotech Cyborg. You know what I, I still want, dude? I'm mm. not gonna lie. I want some. I want some red underoos. Yeah, I know you do. I want some red underoos. Nothing wrong with them. Bring them back. Uh, I think it's hashtag best. bring back the undies. I think it's best for that. But let's go to the meat potatoes. Uh, this ultimate cut of BVS that hit this week. <clears throat> All right, so I bought it the first day it was available. I got hooked up with Did a you? link from Hurricane BX. Uh, he's a Rama Collector's Shout affiliate out. and an awesome dude. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, sir, for that. I did. I did eventually get it to work, and I watched it this morning. All right, so let me get through my kind of good, my bad, and my ugly. Mm-hmm. The good part of it is it fleshed out so much more of the issues that I had with the story. For the biggest thing being the the uh, I can go to message, bro. Uh, the biggest thing being the Africa scene actually making sense. Did you actually catch? Did you actually catch the whole purpose of the bullets? Now was so they wouldn't be detectable as bullets. So when they killed everybody and flamed them, it just looked like Superman. Oh, burn heat vision. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the whole bullet thing now, which we specifically talked about before, didn't make sense, wasn't needed, Lois didn't need to be there, it all makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Her investigation makes sense. Her her issues with not knowing what happened and feeling the way she did when Clark came back makes sense. Uh, 
um, the part of Clark actually investigating the Batman in Gotham makes sense. I liked all those little Clark Kent bits. We were I did too. The got journalist. To see, yeah. Um, Jesse Eyes, like little little things like Jesse Eisenberg requesting Clark being there for the gala. You know, Lex Luthor requesting him being there for the gala. Uh, we've, you know, understanding why, why Bruce was invited because Lex knew who they were from the get-go. The original version, we were still up in the air, did... Did Lex know Bruce Wayne was Batman or not? It's definitive that yeah. he knew Bruce Wayne was Batman now. Yeah. Um, it's also definitive that the guy who blew up the the place didn't know. Exactly. It was a setup yeah. from Lex. Yeah. yeah it, like, we knew it was a setup from Lex, but we you didn't you didn't know whether that guy was in on it or not. Whether he was willing to exactly, sacrifice himself. Exactly. Exactly. Um, that Lex went back and, and a Superman and, couldn't have seen it and decorated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is important. Very important. Like yeah, the the whole the whole wheelchair was lined with lead. He couldn't see it. That Lex went back to his apartment, made him look like a crazy person. You got to see Lois's investigative reporter chops. Like she saw the fruit there. She opened up the refrigerator. This guy didn't know he was gonna die. Fridge f- full of food. It's a little shit like that. That it's like that's a smart. She is a smart lady, dude. And like I like that. Like even the inner the interchange with her in rooms. Like, I figured out your plan. The other thing is that the is that. The senator figured out Lex's plan yep. before before yep. that accident, before that yep. inc- incident happened. Yep. Um, like that made more sense. That brought more to her character that Superman had nothing to do with anything, and it was all a setup from from day one. Um, that was cool. Um, I, I felt that Lex's manipulation for Bruce, because there's also the time frame thing that was a big difference. Did you notice that? You might have missed it. Like, all right, so 18 months later is where the movie started, but the the event of the movies they made reference to it being two years since um since the events with, with uh, the Battle of Metropolis mm-hmm. so we're led to believe well maybe this whole thing has gone on for like almost six months there's a lot of scenes that we don't know how long how much time has gone by because we see Superman you know dragging the ship and Superman saving the 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 missile and, and yada 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 Batman doing his thing Clark doing his research so it's safe to say now that the movie actually took place in a six month period which I think is more meaningful to it and uh, Alfred's little things the rules have changed now he's like we've always been criminals Alfred that made more sense like he's Batman is being more aggressive you know he's 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 changing his thing like Lex is getting into his head I love that. Um, the bad stuff is, you know, it is longer. You know, we do see a little bit more scenes. It's just kind of like, it, it's like an extra frame here, extra frame there. Like, if you weren't paying attention, you might, not, you might not have saw it. Like, Batman walked over this way before he did this, or he walked over that way before he did th- that. And it, it wasn't, it was stuff that they, I don't think they really needed to add. Um, but I will say this, man. I, I, I There's a lot of tweets and everything, and people are coming back, and they, I was wrong. Yep. The movie's good. Well, and, it's but they're not wrong. No, they were they're wrong about their initial feelings about the the shorter version. No, no I disagree. They're right about their feelings about well, the no, initial no. version. Do you know what I mean? Like they they were wrong to be angry with Zack Snyder. That's what, that's what I'm going for. Like a lot of people are apologizing, saying I'm sorry, yes. Zack Snyder. You know, and Zack even came out and said, "Listen, this is the version I wanted to put out. It wasn't had nothing to do with with Deadpool being R-rated. This is the version of the movie you wanted to put out. This is how the story." And they had to shave 30 minutes off. And you, you can see that he tried to shave as much as you can, even with the fight scenes, like little, like little stuff, just making it, you know, and then take, he had to take out some in very important story building things. See, I still don't like, let me, I want to get a chance to get, get something in here. Okay, go ahead. So I, I still feel like, I feel like it's much better now. I feel like, yeah. like you said that the story is much more cohesive. Yes. I also feel like it's too long, but I feel like 
it's too long because some of the stuff that is fleshed out story-wise is some stuff that we didn't really need anyway. Like, like what? Like Lois and the Bullets. Ultimately, it leads to Lois finding out that it was just a setup from Lex. Yeah. There has to be a better way to do that. I feel like so much of that movie is dedicated still. And let me say that I like this movie a lot more. Uh-huh. This movie is now equal to Force Awakens to me, you know, number-wise. Okay, yeah. It goes up to a 7.5. But ultimately, her gaining that knowledge doesn't mean shit by the time she gains the knowledge. So I would have rather just done away with that altogether. But isn't that kind of hard to say because you've seen, like, it, it doesn't mean shit because you had a story that was muddy. Now it makes sense. You know what I mean? So it's like it it, it does no, have no, a payoff. I mean, I mean that it doesn't it doesn't affect the plot once she's discovered it. Yeah, I mean you, you mean that they're they're still gonna go on the same path. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so ultimately, it makes no difference. So I'd rather not spend I, as much time with that. I feel like so much of that movie is dedicated giving Lois something to do, and I don't think she needs all that much to do, and I don't think she brings that much to the story. I I feel like if the whole Lois arc would have been like a deleted thing. Or like a, like an alternate cut that you could watch by itself. So she just cut her out of the movie altogether. Not altogether. Except, except like not altogether. The bass just, scene, the hostage scene, thrown off the roof scene. Yeah, stuff like that. And I also I, I was I was thinking about this as I was watching it. You know, I would have much rather Lex used Lois instead of Martha, since he already knew he knows the connection. Yeah, I would have much rather that been the case that 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 sh- that uh Lois was jammed up in the, in the building instead of Martha I I actually love that it's Martha and and like that's the one like the only time I really feel like we see a proper Lex Luthor is that scene when he's like throwing the pictures at at him it could be Lois pictures well I know I know but like I I like that mind fuck is like this is your mother and the other thing is it's not like this is your lover it's like this is somebody who really in, in Lex's mindset who really doesn't serve you any purpose. You're a god now. It's not even your real mother. Why are you? Why do you have this weak connection? Because he killed his parents. You know what I mean? So to me, knowing Lex, he killed. Did he kill his parents? Yeah, he killed his parents. Well, in a, in a story like he kills his parents to collect their insurance money to start LexCorp. Yeah, but this isn't that Lex. I, I know, but I'm saying See, like because he says in this one. Well, let, let me that, get. That's a different scene in I know. this one. That's added in where he that, says, "Dad." Left. Say, yeah, yeah. Ew, you don't know where he is. I mean, I'm going to get to that. Okay. I'm gonna, but I'm saying, like, Lex as I know him. You know what I mean? That's some very Lex Luthor shit to do. Because that kind of connection to Lex would have been another, you're so weak, you don't even deserve this. You don't even deserve to be what you are. You know, are you, you know, this is, you're, look how pathetic you are. I'm going to show you how pathetic you are, this mere mortal, you know? It's, and it's not like, like, like Lex can understand the attraction. Le- Lex does covet and value Lois Lane. So to me, he, he couldn't have done that scene with Lois. I think he could have. Well, I mean, this Lex... He threw her off a building. This Lex could. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, 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 I'm, but what, what I'm saying is, like, take every... Forget Jesse Eisenberg. I'm just saying, like, that scene right there is the only proper Lex I see in the movie. Like, that's who Lex really is right then and there. And, and taking all the baggage of Lex from comic books. You know what I mean? Maybe, so, and I'm I'm okay with that. I just think it still could have worked. I think it still could have worked with Lois, and I think that, like the whole thing with Martha, kind of ends up. Once again, it's like another component to muddy it up, where I do feel like, you could streamline this movie a lot more, and, getting Lois, mm-hmm. 
taking Lois, locking Lois up, not dealing with Lois as a detective that finds out the answer to something long after the consequences have already happened, gives Lois something to do. It gives Lois a point of being. Well, the consequences are still happening. Like the the world is still he he's Lex has no because he she needs to find out that information before the explosion. That information needs to be given to everybody before the explosion at the Capitol. Yeah, it's given after. Right. Yes. To clear to clear Superman's name after he's already dead. But that needs to happen. Yeah. How, how do you like the scene where Superman was outside the Capitol bringing the bodies out? I like that. Yeah. I like that. And I, I like I like when he was also looking around at the carnage. Yeah. That yeah. he theoretically could have prevented. Yeah. You know, I like that too. I like the fact that also it, it's more meaningful the fact that he felt so – because that's something that is so – like Superman has such a super guilt issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he has this like this this messiah complex or or whatever, but he always feels like he fails everybody. Like yeah. that's like the one. It's it's one of the most. Tra- it's like his tragic flaw, but it's also very humanizing in him. But I actually think there's more to that there. So I agree with you, but yeah. for better reasons. <laughs> but I, I think I, because because like he, there's there's a certain point where he's looking at the first responders. Yeah. And I think there's a there there is one of those small little acting beats that we talked about with Man of Steel, where yeah. it's like these people are in harm's way. Helping, yeah, and I'm not doing a goddamn thing. Because yeah. there's, there isn't one of the one of the uh, medics even say there's nothing else that you do, for, there's nothing that you it's do for possible. this person. But but I, I just remember there's that one scene yeah. specifically where he looks over, and it's just like, I, I it just resonated with me because uh, here here is a scene where he is acknowledging that for all of his superpowers, for all yeah. of his everything, there's regular people yeah. doing his same work and actually doing more than all he's my, doing at all that my moment. Powers, all things that he's done. I couldn't even save him. Yeah, oh, that's one of those. That 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 scene from the first act of of the original Superman still gives me fucking chills. But uh, so you were gonna say something about so I, that, that was, and then I still think that while Wonder Woman is my favorite thing about that movie, yeah, I still think she's unnecessary. So like ultimately, how I feel about it now is I feel like the lowest thing becomes pointless, and I would have rather her been abducted to give her a point to the story. It also would have maybe forced Superman and Batman to have more of a conversation than just Martha. Mm-hmm. See, I still like the Martha. I do dude. too. I do too. But it would have forced, it would have forced more. It would have clicked for more people because he couldn't just say a magic word. It needed to be a conversation. It needed to be. But, uh, but see like the part when Lois is there, that's his mother like explaining it. And then like, so she's like begging, like here we have now, Batman has become what he's hated. Right, but people don't pick that up. Why? That, that's fine. They don't have to pick it well, up. That I means, picked it up. I, I like it. I, did, I picked it up too, and I liked it as well. But yeah. what I'm saying is that like, if, if only a small percentage get it, mm-hmm. it means it wasn't efficiently done. I, I think it's much more efficiently done with the three out. It, it's much more effectively done, maybe not efficiently because of the length of the, of the movie. I, I, I don't know. I, don't, I still don't think that, 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 I still think that people are going to view that little portion the same well, way. I have a favor to ask of you. Well, wait wait Can, one second, because I, I, I want to finish that. I think that if you if you take that out, that it's not it's not a safe word anymore. If you take the safe word out of play, you ha- you have, you force a conversation. But Batman needs to have his arc. I understand. He needs to have that. But crescendo. a I, I feel like a conversation could do that more effectively. Maybe. Now, so I feel like that's an issue. I feel like locking, putting Lois in, in jeopardy. Making Batman go save Lois, mm-hmm. that that would have saved all that and done away with a pointless Lois arc that I like. 
I like. I don't the, think I, I disagree. With you. I don't think Lois Arc is pointless. So I think it makes what's her, the point of her finding the information. She figures out Eisenberg's plan. Too late. She, but it doesn't matter if it's too late. She still it still serves a purpose that she they find out that Lex did it everything. It's it the evidence that's going to put Lex in jail ultimately. But I feel like just knowing that it was lying with lead knows that Lex it, it establishes that Lex is a schemer. Yeah, but I mean it the it, it ties in the whole purpose of like he, Lex knew that Lois and Clark were together. He knew that she was going there. He he sent people ahead of time to, to fuck that hole up. He he knew about the CIA. You know what I mean? He knew that Jimmy Olsen, what whatever. I mean, the whole thing just he made everybody dance. Now here's here's the cra- here's my crazy thing. Wait, I want to finish. I want to finish my point. Okay, on this okay. Because so the, the, like the the Capitol building is way more important in this cut than the initial cut. Yes. So to me, all roads need to lead there. So like for me, Lois needs to have that information and needs to be en route to the Capitol building. The African woman that is now admitting that she lied yes. needs to be en route to the Capitol building. Like yeah. All those things – She got killed. I, I, I know that. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. All those things need to be on their way to converge there. Her dying, the African woman dying, yeah. being pushed into the train, that works. Yeah. Because she's on the way to help, but somebody stops it. Lois needs to be on the way to help. Well, somebody Lo- needs to stop Lois it. was on the way to help. But she doesn't have the information yet. Uh, I think she knew the African woman died. Yeah, but she doesn't know about the bullets. That's that's another thing that will save him. Because Superman's on trial. She didn't know about the bullets. She knew about the bullets already. Because he, he, she knew about, like, well, how did he know he was going to be in Africa? And she realizes... That's when she go. That's when she goes to the Capitol because she's in D.C. talking to the general. But she doesn't know about. The, she has the bullet story ended by then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I, 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 yeah. I, I thought because I, I, that that scene happened right before he gave her back the bullet, and he's like, "Well, how did he know?" She was like, "Well, how did I, he I know?" I remember that scene. Yeah. So that, that's when she put together like, "Oh shit, she knows who he is." She's trying to get in, in touch with him, and that's when he goes to the Capitol. Okay. So she knew. She just was. She got the information too late. She wasn't quick enough to put it all together, and at the same time. The the senator put it together. So like, like Lex is at. The, no, I get that. I get. Oh, hold on, hold on. I mean, this is really important. Like the one thing that I didn't like about the plan before, not that we didn't get all the information, but I just I hate it when there's like this perfect orchestrated plan. It's just like it's just it's just too much. It's just too much. This one I liked because there was loose ends. There was the African women who who was who who moved out. Who the uh, Russian guy was tracking, and she saw him, and and then she ultimately got killed. Uh, Le- Le- Lois was tracking the bullet things, took it to the general. She she figured it out. The senator figured out what was going on. You know, um, I definitely think now too is that is that uh, he wanted Batman to steal the kryptonite. You know what I mean? He brought he brought that in there. That was all played too. He wanted Batman to steal that kryptonite. That was all part of his plan. But, so the plan was very, very detailed. It was crazy. But ultimately, he, there was enough loose strings there for people to start to pull, pull it away. And he it was at this critical point right there, that whole crazy conversation he had with the senator before it blew up where he almost didn't, like if he didn't show up there, his plan may, may never Went, went through you know what I mean like it was it was almost perfect but it was starting to fall apart and that made it more realistic to me here's my crazy thing though wait I wonder okay, okay, okay. let me finish my criticism okay. so I I still think even if that is the case and I had to rewatch it but yeah. I, st- I still think I do want you to watch it like I, I am I'm gonna buy it yeah. I'm gonna buy it when it yeah, comes yeah, out yeah. and then my, I'll watch it as a family but maybe like, we should do a commentary on that one yeah I'm up for it okay. but so I still think that overall is a lot of story with her that I don't need that I ultimately don't need. It's nice to have, but I don't need it. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like just knowing that that woman lied mm-hmm. is enough. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that story is weaker than the lowest story. Mm-hmm. You know, the lowest story is far more interesting. Mm-hmm. Either way, I feel like it's two things kind of serving the same purpose. I think it builds on each other. Sure, but they're ultimately serving the same purpose that we're we're saying that someone is behind it. There's a mastermind behind it. That there are there's a conspiracy at play. Yes. So I, I feel like one of them is redundant. Plot plot device wise. So that's a criticism. Of mine. Jesse Eisenberg is still a criticism of mine. Yeah. And uh, murderous Batman still a criticism of mine. Yeah. And uh, Wonder Woman. Any twenty three bodies? They did a body count. <laughs> and Wonder Woman's kind of like for what? Throwing the mix. Yeah. Is, is well, it's, is, she's world building. World building. That's fine. Yeah. But but it's, it's and if it was just one thing. But those are my four. Those are my four things. See here. Hold, it, those are my four things still holding yeah. me back. And here, here's my criticisms on your criticisms for better reasons. Right. <laughs> Let me play Bobby here a second. Like, I I hear you. On all of that stuff. I think you're correct if this was a normal standalone movie. But again, because... And this comes back to my criticism of of comic books being in film. There is that somewhat of a round you know, peg in a square hole type of thing. Or a square peg in a round hole. Mm-hmm. Whichever way you want to go. That it's hard to fit together. Because, because it's a serial-based medium it's hard to put all this layers of stuff that we're used to reading to get that payoff that we're used to reading in comic books. So that's why we read comic books because no other, you know, art form can deliver it like that. TV shows can somewhat. Netflix has done the best with their, you know, really, you know, their 10, 12 part miniseries or whatever that, whatever, whatever, you know where I'm going at with that. But let me go back to the, my crazy thing that I wanted to get off here. Okay. That the most interesting thing that I would love to see. And I think they still have room for Is this it. Is the Riddler bit? Yes. Okay. That's what I want to hear. What if Jesse Eisenberg is Riddler? Okay. Still Riddler. Talk to me about it. So he makes a comment that dad left. Right. Not that he's dead. Correct. Not once in this movie did they mention that Lex Luthor Sr. has left. Correct. Well, is dead. Is dead. That he just... They actually did make a comment that he left. He left. (laughs) But like an act of leaving. Not like he left us. Right. Like he left. He abandoned me. Correct. Okay. What if Jesse Eisenberg is the Riddler? He's Edward Nygma. Somehow, some way, he has taken out Lex. Maybe Lex is still alive, right? And like, came on as I'm Lex Luthor's son. He has figured out, being the Riddler that he is, that Batman and Superman are who they are, and he orchestrated everything. Went to jail. It's fucking crazy. Black Philip, do some research on Edward Nigma's father. What's that? What if we find out that Edward Nigma's father was abusive? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. We continue. So, like, we know originally there was supposed to be two bad guys. Jesse Eisenberg was originally idea for a Edward an Edward Nigma. The red hair, messy hair is like Nigma. You know what I mean? Even though Lex had red hair as well, his little bit more. He had a curly fro, not so much a mop like Nigma. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, the question mark thing that yeah. you nailed on. Yeah. You know, we see the question and mark. It's, it's on the totems, like the, the yep. uh, columns in yep. the building that yep. they ultimately end up fighting in. Yep. It's everywhere. Okay. Let me read it. Uh, you, you keep Okay. Talking. So, like, what if they're building... The Riddler's compulsion stems from parental abuse that he endured as a child. There you go. His, his twitchiness, his calculations, you know, 
all that stuff. Dude. That might be the nail in the call. Like I'm gonna tell you, like that'll push it to a, if if he's really Riddler, Riddler, that pushes it to an eight point five. Yeah, it makes it Thank like you, it. It takes that that I, Liam I'm Neeson the right now. I Liam the Neeson right now. From that. <laughs> Liam Neeson being Ra's al Ghul the whole time didn't see it coming. It takes that to the next level. Like that's some shit. Like because I can see. I love him as Riddler. I yeah, and 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 if he if you find out that he's ding 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 ding. ding the bell. The bell's already been told. Wrong. Now, yes, are they are they stealing elements of Lex Luthor? Of course, yes. But if they make him, but there's the f- elements of Lex Luthor in the. In All right. The so room. Zack Snyder, if you're listening to me right now, this is the way to freak it. This is the way to make it happen. That would be some Tyler Durden to the next level. That'd be some shit that, uh, you know, no, I'm your father, you know, type of thing. And. Nigma's the type that could pull off yes. something like that. On and here's all the levels. more important thing: Nigma knows who Batman is. Never gonna tell nobody. There's a at the very end. Mm-hmm. He even makes a comment about Wayne Manor. Yeah. The, so he confirms he knows who he is. But who would believe me? I'm a madman. Just like Riddler. That shit is stolen from the Hush. The, the Hush thing. Yeah. For those listening, Batman Hush is a book by Jeff Loeb and Jim Lee. Hopefully, we'll have it in our uh, Amazon <laughs> store. So, like, after I saw that and that little interaction, and he's like, I got a special place for you in Arkham. Yeah. Dude. I, I think that is ne- it needs to be what happened, that he is the real I'm telling you, that little bit of information from that phone yeah. just solidified it for me. Because he talks about the parental abuse. And I don't think Alexander Luther ever felt abused by Lex. Um... I know his dad was a was a was a. T- it depends on if you're talking about Lionel Luther. There's a Lionel Luther no, that was I'm talking about Lex Alexander. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. And we know he's Alexander Luther Jr. That's the other thing. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Right. You know, I'm telling you, man. I got I, I, I got bubble guts right now. Really? I have bubble guts. Did I just right do it now. for you? I might have to take a shit. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Is it possible I make a shit in your house? <laughs> I need to make a shit. <laughs> um. But yeah. So I mean, like that's you know, like I, I that would be some mind blowing shit. Yes, yes. And I think that Eisenberg is. And now they're talking about him coming back for Justice League. Yep. And I wonder if it isn't damage control. If they're like, look, this red herring. It's it's too controversial. We gotta let the cat out of the bag because mm-hmm. people hate this character and they hate him for the wrong reasons. Yes. So yes. we got to figure out a way to do it in Justice League as opposed to whatever movie we were planning on doing it in. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what if the very beginning of Superman 2 or whatever is somebody breaking in and finding Lex Luthor chained up, older Lex Luthor, getting fed, maintained for whatever reason? I feel I, like we may have cracked the code. Dude, I'm telling you. What's this we stuff? Well, well, looking up Edward Nygma's father, because that's the one that that's what really sells me. Yeah, yeah. You know, like those question marks. I, I you you planted the seed. You know? But I, but I mean like but I mean like all the all the things like because we've talked to like everybody. Was, I'm ha- I'm happy that you're excited. Everybody about it. was saying I thought you, it. I thought you might have thought it been too much. Everybody was saying it. Everybody yeah. was like, dude, he was the perfect Riddler. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then what's funny is nobody could backpedal. Yeah. Like, if he's like, it turns out to be Riddler, you'd be like, oh, I don't like him as Riddler. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, wait a that's minute. true. You love yeah. him as Riddler. Hey, Google is is 
Jesse Eisenberg really the Riddler disguised as Lex Luthor? Love this guy. What do they say? What's 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 the what's the the word? I think I gotta take a shit. <laughs> I really do. Dude, pause the podcast. I think I have to take a shit. <laughs> Dude, did did you just masturbate in my bathroom? No, I I right. pooped. But I'll tell you what, Pam ain't getting no moments of zen in there anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> what did I hear? <laughs> that was me snapping my knees. <laughs> Not grabbing the back of your knees. Yeah, and like uh, doing this like a, like like a rain man. Um, but yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. Dude, it'd be one of those things where, like, I, that's, I, I, it's so funny, man, how we're, because it, 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 now that this might just all be bullshit. It might be way off, right? But if that were to happen, how it instantly all makes sense. Somebody needs to, somebody needs to tweet Zack Snyder right now. Actually, we're going to do that with the Nerd Rage thing later. Remind me to do that, Black Phillip. Put that in the notes. All right. So, so anyway. Um, I'm happy with it. I want to see it again. I, I do, do want to see it again. You well. see it focusing, not being distracted. Yeah. Call I'm, it, I'm waiting for the Blu-ray. Catching all the nuances. And I'll buy the Blu-ray, of course. Um, and then the last bit of business is uh, this kid for Robin. Yeah. Uh, looks fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Jason Todd Robin. This Frank... Well, well, that's not confirmed yet, though. That's that's another... I thought it was Mm-mm. confirmed. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That was, I thought it was confirmed before... No, it was never confirmed. BBS was, came out. It was that guy who did that tour. It was a guy that worked for Warner Brothers. It wasn't oh, the guy yeah, 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 yeah. With the, anyway, but um, this Frank Cho thing I want to talk about before we get into questions. Butts. I like Frank Cho. I do, too. So, for those not in the know, Frank Cho is a comic artist. He mainly does women, and he mainly draws them fairly... Voluptuous. Voluptuously. And seductively, and et cetera, et cetera. He recently got irritated by the uh, Spider Woman uh, meaningless outrage. Mm-hmm. And also, Preacher got renewed for season two. We can just mention that real quick in passing. He did what? Pre- Preacher was renewed for season two. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but at any rate, what's interesting about this is he did a whole number, and I don't know if they were like convention sketches or a series or, or what it was. But he did a whole number of like alternate covers of these women in different things, and some of them are really good. One of them is Harley Quinn in the same pose as Spider Woman, except Joker's face is in the bottom right hand corner, and Harley Quinn is saying, "How long do I have to hold this pose, Mister J?" And he says, "Until the internet explodes, dear." <laughs> um, there's a lot of them: a Power Girl, Cat, uh, Black Cat, etc. And there's always somebody in the back being triggered. It's always Spider Gwen, the young woman. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> um, is, is that how Spider Gwen is in the book? I, you know, I haven't read enough of her to mm-hmm. make she. I've only read her in Spider Verse. But she's a young woman. But she's a young woman, so she kind of fits with the, the shape mold. of a young white woman. So she kind of fits the mold of with the shape of a little boy. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's that. But anyway, there's one with Wonder Woman coming over the ledge, and Batman saying, "What are you doing?" And she's just going, "Please go viral. Please go viral. I'm trying to boost the popularity of my book." <laughs> But anyway, it's all good stuff. Uh, I put one of the pictures mm-hmm. on the uh, backdrop for No Rage Facebook page, which everyone should be following. You already changed it. Changed it today. I try to do one for each show. Yeah. So it's I, relative- I just just changed it today. Did you just change it? Today? Yeah. I'm sorry. So okay. just to be topic for the show. It's fine. But anyway, I strongly recommend you take a look at him. It's 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 him purposely attacking social social justice warriors. Yeah. So. 
you know, we are always in support of such things. Oh, I can't wait till they're not, that they're out of vogue. That fat is over. So you want to do our Q and A's? Yeah, let's do that. All right, I'll bring it up. Also, we have the we have a review, a really good review, two new reviews, five star. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get to that. Okay. We're gonna get to that. Uh, when will Lenny be on the show? That's from Tim. Uh, <laughs> Lenny has been on. We actually it was a good show with Lenny. We talked about yeah. like our favorite horror movies. Yeah, and that was like I think it was the second or third show. I wish maybe. we had more discussions and, and 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 more often. I wish that we we yeah recorded this topic. You know, recorded this when we'll uh you know when everybody else was not working. But it is what it is. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, he's more than welcome to come on whenever whenever he would like. He is La Familia. Uh, are you guys more or less? Ex- whoa, 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 whoa! Back up there, back up. You need to read all the comments off that comment. Okay. Um, some some important stuff. So Tim says, "I got to support my fellow Aussie." Yep. I said he was one of the earlier. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. What did I say? Uh, it's not on there. Yeah, it is right there. That's not on mine. Okay. I said, "Not seen enough of this sexy ass." Then Tim said, "Got to support my fellow Aussie." Then you said he was on an earlier episode as well. Then Tim said, I don't remember. I wouldn't mind uh, me some deluxe as well. Hmm. Then Lenny commented with a photograph. Did someone say sexy ass? <laughs> with a naked backside. <laughs> a naked backside and a hail Hasbro covering up the Ghibli bits. Very nice. And uh, Matthew Deluxe Baldwin, shout out Matthew Deluxe Baldwin on Shadowcast Uncut, said, Sham Wow. Justin commented, Should I feel guilty or excited about looking at this? <laughs> I commented to Lenny, that's going in the spank bank. <laughs> Tim commented, nail Hasbro, if you got my meaning. <laughs> Matthew said, best hail ever. And then Tyler said, Leonard, a true one percenter, he has Hasbro toilet paper. Next so, statement. Chris G, are you guys more or less excited with the trailers for Suicide Squad over BVS? It was funny, man. Like the... The trailers for BVS were like up, then down. Yeah. Then kind of like medium. Yeah. Like the Suicide Squad was like up, and it's kind of like gone down ever since. Like I like that nothing else has really wowed me with this. It's more of the same. Like I'm getting I'm getting to that scared part. Like is this all the best stuff of the movie? I'll, I'll tell you. Like uh, the first one wowed me, like you said. Yeah. Nothing has wowed me since, but nothing has disappointed me like the BVS trailers did. Like after I saw the second BVS trailer, yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, but, what the but f- all of the Suicide Squad trailers, I've been like, it's good. Yeah, looks good. Looks fine. The fir- no, the first one's like, what no, the, the first fuck? one, yes, but yeah. ever since then, yeah, eh, okay, more, more of this. This is good. So. I'm ready to watch some more of this. And he, uh, he also said, since you guys kind of get off the beaten path sometimes, which is fine with me, with the lack of consequence to Hillary Clinton, do you guys find that disturbing? One, I would just say we've already said on this previous show, rich people don't go to jail. That's not how this country works. <laughs> and while on that topic, do you guys think the country will wind up like Alderaan with either Clinton or Trump uh, winding up in office? Um, you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first so you can cut me off? When I get, when I get before another rabbit hole. Uh, no, I'll let you go first so I can cut you off. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm really shocked. Like I, with this, uh, like Are like you? yeah, I was, I was. We said it. I know, but here's the and thing. And you agreed. Yeah, but that was like kind of tongue in cheek. Like it's the way. And, but here, let me finish. Let me what finish. What world do you live in? Well, because we didn't know the. I didn't know 
the extent of the violations. Mm-hmm. You know, all I knew that she had a private server is probably illegal. Like we didn't know, like the the report wasn't done, right? Like at, I listened to that thing live, mm-hmm. and like my jaw hit the floor. Like just just to give you a point of reference, remember old General Petraeus? You know, he was charged with the CIA. At one point. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. he got a hundred thousand dollar fine, two years probation, and he had to resign. Shamed. I think they're. They might even went after his pension. Did he military. walk naked in the street with bells? People behind him going shame, shame. No, shame. no, no. Oh. But I'm not sure what you mean. Like all shame. he did was he gave access to his autobiographer, who was also his lover, his schedule, which was top secret. She had a top secret clearance, but did not have need to know. So this was somebody who was in the Air Force, who was vetted, who had top secret clearance, who was trusted, but. Because of the violation of not having a need to know, he was punished pretty severely. And, like, you know, hostile actors got control of Hillary Clinton's emails. Like, they have them. Like, they're like, WikiLeaks is currently publishing them. You know, like, our enemies have information on the secret and top secret level and classified information. And, other, and, and the thing about these people, it's, it's the little pieces they get. It doesn't matter what they get, like little pieces and they're building, they're building the puzzle. So this is like a huge, huge deal. And the fact that like moments after this interview, the president's up there in front of like a thousand, you know, 10,000 people with Hillary saying that there's nobody that has ever been born man or woman that is more qualified than this woman is insane to me. And yes, silly, silly, poor people. Laws are for you and not me. Yeah. It's isn't it's insane. And, and, you know it's you know what the 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 one thing that's kind of shocking to me. It's like my liberal friends who are outraged right now, fucking foaming at the mouth, outraged. Like my the most liberal person I know right now sent me a petition to 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 the White House to in, you know indict Hillary Clinton, and I was like, holy fuck, dude! You told me like a week ago you were gonna vote for her. He's like, not after this. So. I end it there and let you go. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just. I'm not surprised at all. Really, I, I didn't skip a beat. Yeah, I, I would have been more surprised had had she faced a serious consequence. Yeah. Now she still might get sanctions, like she can't have a top secret clearance anymore. But then, like, if she's the president, what happens then? Nothing. And I mean, that's that's the crazy part about it. It's like if you the one that makes the rules, you know, I guess not makes rules, enforces the rules, because that's who the president is, is the enforcer of the rules that Congress passes. I mean, who watches the Watchmen? You know what I want to do? I want to go around to every blue-collar job in America mm-hmm. and find one that gives a character award for the year mm-hmm. and just give him the presidency. Yeah. Like, dude, you're, you're yeah. who I want. I, I think the, the president should be a lotto picked by computers. You're the guy. By AI. You're the guy I want. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I'm, tired, I'm, tired of, I'm tired of fucking... Look, either way this, this election goes, it's somebody super wealthy getting in office, and I don't trust the super wealthy. Mm-hmm. I just don't trust them. <clears throat> uh, so I'm I'm done with them. I'm, I'm in, the, the, I have to look at my schedule for the morning of voting, mm-hmm. and if I got some shit to do, I may not make it out. <laughs> I may not. It's very possible. Nobody fought for me to have the right to vote. I get a guilt-free award. <laughs> That's white privilege. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> People did fight for your, the vote. It's called the Revolutionary War, motherfucker. 
<laughs> it was, I, I, I wouldn't say it was specifically for me to vote. I mean, there's people that fought specifically for women to vote. People that fought specifically for minorities to vote. Everybody fought specifically for the white man to vote. No, they fought specifically for to make an America where their children could vote. I've never heard of our country being a democracy. Could you give me a history it's not a lesson democracy. on how it's we... A representative it's, it's a republic. republic. Representative but, but, republic. But, it's, but it's, it's run on the basis of democracy. Could you tell me how this no, happened? It's a constitutional uh, representative republic. Are you saying we were run by Britain and then we had a revolution? And I've never heard this before. Tell me about it. <laughs> but anyway, no, no, people, no. Tell me about the people, Revolutionary War. I've never heard of it. People died for you to vote. It, it, voting is a. Uh, see, this is one of those things where it's not. It's not important enough to continue the conversation. To, <laughs> but, voting is a after effect of the fight. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Nobody Ta- fought specifically. Taxation without representation. Correct. Okay which started the Revolutionary War to be a free country. Yes. And then once it was a free country, then we established things like voting and those yes. sorts of things. But that was a result of becoming a free country. It was yes. a fight to become a free country liberated yes. from England. Yes. Not specifically to make a white man vote, whereas people have fought specifically to make a black woman vote or a woman to vote or a black man to vote, et cetera, et cetera. It's my was my joke, Okay. which is all this is based on. <laughs> Um, Kyle writes, but I can write. I, so I can, I can I can not go to the voting polls guilt free. That's my, <laughs> my point. Um, Kyle writes, when when will you and Bobby finally crack and get on the Gundam on the Gundam hype train? train? Since you have so much love for building and painting aspects of 40k, I figure it might be right up your alleys, at least for an occasional side project. Um, never, never. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, I already get, I already had that that you know fetish tickled with 40k. Yeah, for I mean, me, I for, all this shit, everything, all of it, all of it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say like, like, there's some cool Gundams and everything, you know. Like, it's a different kind of model, mm-hmm. but like, they're pretty kind of weak, bro. I, I don't know. There's some pretty badass shit. Like, and, and the fact that they have that their the articulation is the articulation is is badass. It's fucking cool. But the thing for me, all this w- shit, I want a thousand different head options. All of it. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. For me, is about the connection to my child. Yes. It's funny that you should say that. Um, Mark of the Wolfen. <laughs> from the Curse of the Wolfen book, you know, the the Wolfen characters, like the you know the beasts, mm-hmm. they're very cool looking. Mm-hmm. In the game, they're fucking awesome. They're a force multiplier for the game's sake. I've got ten of them. I've had them since they've come out. I haven't haven't painted them. And like somebody's like, dude, why haven't you painted? It's like I really don't care. I don't have any connection with these guys. Mm. You know, there's nothing there. You know, even though uh, there is Wolfen smaller Wolfen models and everything, like this new. Improve Wolfen for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It's not. I'm not. You know, I've read books with them and shit. It's not. It's not grabbing me. Yeah. For for you know, ultimately for me, it's just all about like, like I don't have the time to get into the fiction to build a connection to the character to want to spend more money towards it. Yeah. And you know what it is too. Like I think with a lot of like Gundam and Robotech, there's a window with a lot of nerdy stuff that if you weren't exposed to early enough, it's just too goof for you. I mean, uh-huh. same thing with Transformers. Like, He-Man's the worst. Like, don't go back and watch He-Man now. C- cannot stand at the yeah. time. Except for the 2001. Yeah, that 2000. No, that's not, that's not... Right, right. No, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, even go back and watch Transformers, you got to kind of take it with... And it, I think Tyler... Tyler was talking about this. Shout out Tyler Twitty Ducks. Um, like, making his kids go back and watch some things and, like, you know, his, his, his son giving, like, come on, yeah. Yeah, you really watch this shit. Yeah. Like, just, it, like, Brave Stars aged. But you know what's funny? I listen to that, that as well. My oldest loved Masters of the Universe. Oh, really? Like, like when she watched it, she was like, "This is awesome." Well, how old was she? Uh, probably four, five. Yeah, no, I'm talking about for older people. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I yeah. know, I know, I know. Yeah. But she, he was saying that his kids couldn't get into it. 
Oh yeah, but it, but he was. I think his son was twelve. Yeah, but even some, I don't even think the the younger ones get into. Oh, it. I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. but but like my kids love that shit. Like oh, they, it works. But for they weren't five year old because it worked on us. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> she loves, tra- she loved Transformers. She she couldn't get into GI Joe, couldn't get into it at all. Neither could I, Jana. Neither could I. <laughs> but Transformers, uh, Mask, X Men, Crusaders, working loves overtime, it all. Uh, he Man, Thundercats. Yeah, loved them all. Yeah. Um. And then we had another one that was about... Well, I'd be going to TFCon. Well, we'll get to that. I want to do that last. Oh. Aside from Russ, what Primark would be most interesting to Where see Where did that one come 40K? from? I didn't even see that one. Another 40K question on this fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, cause, cause... <laughs> I'm bringing it back, Beer and Bolters, goddammit. Love the show as always. Um, That's from Jun Yao. I didn't see that, man. Where was that at? I don't know. It was on there. Does it matter? Just answer Okay. Um... That's a tough one. Let me think. Would be the most interesting to see come back. I mean, I guess I would say Magnus, um, the red. But I actually, I'm gonna lie. It'd be one of the two missing Primarchs would be the most interesting because we have no backstory. They've been expunged. Those are the ones. There's 20. You only know about 18. Technically 19 because one was split into two and his twins. Uh, the Primarchs being the superhuman gene, you know, copies for all the Space Marines. Check out my three-minute explanation of uh, of uh, 40K last episode. Uh, I think that'd be cool because you can open up a whole new what happened here, who are these characters, why were they destroyed, you know, that we don't know in, in 40K myth. Outside of those guys, I kind of want to see where the con has been doing in the Webway portal. There it is. The White Scars. Anybody for you? No. You don't even know who they are. I know, I know some of them are. Let's, let's play the game. How many can I name? How many can you name? All right. Lehman Russ. Okay, that's one. Space Wolves. Horus. Horus. Luna Wolves. Also Sons of Horus. Uh, Sanguinarius. Sanguinarius. Blood Angels. Uh, Daniel the Lion. L. Johnson. Lion L. Johnson. Okay. Dark Angels. Daniel the Lion. <laughs> that's from fucking Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Daniel. This is my pinky um, thumb. Don't cheat on your phone. Put your phone down. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm I feel like you don't have your full attention. Let's see. I don't know if I can name any more. Okay. I, I think I, could, I think if there was a list, I could pick some more out of there. But oh, yeah, this fella. That fella. Okay. He goes over there. You know what I mean? So I gave you a list of 20 names. You'd be able to pick out 10 more. I'm not going to say 10. I'm not going to say half. All right. But I, I would say at least five. Okay. Um, yeah. It's not bad. There's a few. That's respectable. There's respectable. It's Fulgrim. Fulcrum. Not Fulcrum. No Fulcrum. I enjoy more. It's like the bouncing point for... <laughs> <laughs> he was Ember's children. Okay. Yeah. Um, Parabo. Ar- yeah. Ar- 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 so then the most important question... What's his name? Argon? Aragon? Is from Mr. Harvey from Roma Collectors. Okay. Who asked, will Adam be going to TFCon Chicago? And I'm trying to get him to go. When is it? It's in October. October what? Uh, guarantee I'm working that weekend too. Let's see. Good podcasting, right? Chomp. It's all right, man. Dude, like, shout out to Twitch Detox. Detox, right? <laughs> eating. And then recording the last 15 minutes of the previous show on this podcast. Shout out, Mickey. <laughs> but you did go back and fix. Did he? That was it with Lenny. All of a sudden, I started hearing dust. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. October 21st through the 23rd. Really? Mm-hmm. I am off. I think you should go. I'm gonna go. You're gonna go. I'm gonna go. You heard it here, folks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it in. I'm putting it in here right now. Hold on. 
Going to Chicago. Can I put Chi Town? Not that cool. With Bobby. And I'm going to tag my wife in it. <laughs> that ought to go who well. Who spells she, Bobby? She, she may have just got home. Who spells Bobby with an I? Don't make any sense to me. All right, Friday and ends on the Sunday. And, uh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Not current location. Inviting Pamela. <laughs> so bad, dude. And it is uh, sent. Added. I'm sure it'll go over quite well. Dude, well, she's not going to care if I go to Chicago with you. Okay. Good. Why would she care if I went to Chicago with you? How much are tickets? Have you already bought tickets? Okay, yeah, I got my tickets. Oh. Um, Hopefully I can get a same flight with you. That would suck if I couldn't. I'm driving. You're driving. All the better. <laughs> All the better. All right. So before we get into Star Wars stuff, let's hear from Gary. Why is Gary talking about Star Wars today? Yes. I don't know. Maybe you haven't heard it. Maybe I have. Sorry about the disappearance. I've just been in the middle of a lot of shit. It all started with a leak. My wife informed me that there was uh, some buildup of water downstairs and in the ceiling. It turned out to be my refrigerator, the ice maker. I pulled my refrigerator back, looked at some of the sheetrock and found some mold. I guess uh, what happened next was kind of a blur. I ended up with a hammer and a sawzall in my hand. Basically, when I came to, when my wife finally shook me back to fucking consciousness, my whole kitchen was ripped down. It, it's bad. And now I'm in it. So, I haven't had time to nerd rage out, but there's been plenty of rage in my life. So, I'm sick of being the guy that just, just goes out of his way to, to ruin shit for people that when they like shit. Like, people know I do this shit. I, you know, we talk about this stuff. So, you know, like, what, what do you think of, you know, what do you think of the new Star Wars movie? And as time goes on, you know, it just festers in me. And fine, it just came out of my mouth. And it was shit. You know, I heard we're going to find out that, that Ray's powers come from a, um, a tree. And, of course, I'm, <laughs> why wouldn't it? You know, that's just, uh, why wouldn't it come from a tree? I mean, fucking hippies are writing everything. And, you know, a tree would be perfect. At the end, everybody could fucking hug it. Go down to fucking Gungan's land. You know what I mean? It's just, that's, why not? Uh, I remember when, the, when Return of the Jedi ended, and I remember just the lore of, of the original stories we talked about, like, what, what had happened in Darth Vader's life, and, and you know, what, how he came to be like that. And if you look at it now, would anyone have imagined any of this between, like, you know, the, the prequels and, you know, is this what anyone who, who had any kind of creativity or, or excitement would have, would have thought up? Han Solo dying. Han Solo dying was a part of the movie. My problem lies with Chewbacca. Han Solo, all right? Han Solo and Chewbacca, fucking peas and carrots. You know, Forrest and Lieutenant Dan, any fucking tandem, you know? Fucking Danny Glover and Mel Gibson, Lethal Weapon. I mean, he fucking, Kylo Ren just killed Han Solo. You're like, fuck. The only redemption you have is you look to Chewbacca and you're like, yeah, now what the fuck are you gonna do? And it's a, it's, a, it's a little yell, a couple of steps, he blasts a couple of people, and that's it. It's not fucking, like, years of fucking 
pent up pure strength and love and like Chewbacca on a, on 11. Now you're gonna see all the things that you thought he was capable of at, physically. What happens when he goes beast mode? Um, you're thirsty, you're like, let, yeah. You know, you just killed Han Solo and Chewbacca is in the room. What happens now? There's no rage. There was a little bit of whatever. I mean, I wanted to see this fucking thing. Teeth bared, a stormtrooper arm in, uh, in each of his hands that he's ripped off, pushing through fucking Kylo Ren's force fucking push where he can't even hold this fucking thing back where his fangs are just in his face with a fan blowing his fucking hair back and all. It just... The, the yell and the rage where Kylo Ren's just got to cut it and fucking run because this thing is going to rip him to shreds. Give me Chewbacca feeling what the fuck just happened. I mean, Jesus, my goodness. I mean, fucking, when C-3PO got fucked up at Lando's house, he fucking lost his mind, all right? He fucking, you know, he fucking scooped him up and pushed people around. That was Han Solo. Nothing? Nothing, no, I mean, nothing. And then you see him, like, you know, riding co-pilot with this chick. He just fucking met, like, 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 nothing ever fucking happened. Are you serious? And it was the same shit when you saw Anakin with his mother dead in his hands. I mean, was it anyone else thirsty for that rage? Didn't anyone else want to see what happens when you kill Darth Vader's mother? Okay? I mean, you saw what happened when fucking he found someone's lack of faith disturbing, right? And now you killed his mother. This is the opportunity when rage meets talent and I don't give a fuck anymore takes over. This is what I know how to do. Okay, <laughs> you know, and now you have the opportunity. You, he's, she's gone. And nobody in the fucking, in the room, nobody in the, in the storyboard room is like, okay, here we go. All right, this is going to save the last movie. We are going to go on a three minute fucking rampage of Anakin just showing what he is capable of physically and mentally. They're just like, nope. He's just gonna step out and we're gonna see a slash and then that's it. And then he's gonna tell the story and he's gonna sound like a little bitch when he tells it to fucking uh, Amadillo, whatever the fuck her name is again. This is what we're gonna do. And you're like, what? Are you fucking serious? So you were gonna kill his mother. Okay, but that's okay because we can't watch fucking make-believe fucking creatures said just fly into different fucking pieces when he goes nuts. But his mother dying in his arms because she was basically, you know, grabbed like a, like like something out of Taken, whatever. That's you know that, that's that's fine for the for the young audience to see. But you can't watch Anakin take fucking revenge. You can't fucking sit there and just tap into that rage because I was salivating when that when that scene happened. It was horrible. Oh, don't get me wrong, but but when 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 he realized she was gone and he stands up. You're like, oh, yeah, yes, you know, let me see fucking sand people fly. You don't get anything, nothing. You're just like, dude, man, fuck you and this whole fucking thing you're trying to create. That's where I'm at. That, that's what I tell anybody who asks me about Star Wars at this point in time. I'm done. You know, the end of the fucking Force Awakens. Fucking Han Solo died. Chewbacca did nothing. It fucking whatever. The whole planet blows up. What the fuck do we need Luke for at the end of that movie? It's over. I mean, she should have just flipped him the fucking lightsaber. Be like, here you go. Thanks for nothing. Han Solo's dead. And uh, your fucking nephew's a bitch. See ya. Dude. Was it no? Uh, Gungan Land. Gungan Land, Lando's house. <laughs> yeah, that, Lando's house is a favorite of mine, but Gungan Land, Gungan Land made me LOL. 
And when he's talking about like, uh, oh man, uh, Han Solo's dead. So, uh, here's your lightsaber back and your nephew's bitch. Yeah, dude. Um, that would have been badass if, if Chewbacca did go crazy and he was using the Force to hold Chewbacca back. But he couldn't. He wasn't strong yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. That would have been I, fucking tight. And like, ah! yeah, when he's talking about like, and like the hair's all pressed that's back. What he's about the, but he's also talking about like get the fans and make the hair blow. In. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have been awesome if he was fighting like because Kylo's not strong enough in the yeah, force to keep yeah. Chewbacca because, or, or to Jack's rage. His rage is so much that yeah. he's fighting that. You know, because there's got to be something with him. Maybe he's tapping some metachlorines himself. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he has a few dormant ones. Does Gary need some help with that remodel, man? Not that I. You know, I can help him do yeah, some drywall, I, maybe. That shit He's about probably better than me. His wife had to wake him up out of the altered mind state. <laughs> <laughs> I've had one of those before. So. Then why did you say you got your tickets? Didn't you say you got your tickets? I did. Oh, for the extra events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are okay. Okay, so, they still available? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure this out, Harvey. Just be patient with yeah, me. Yeah, no, right? it, never, it never sells out. <laughs> uh, Star Wars, we just got a few things to go through. One, we're getting, we're gonna get tons of new stuff at Celebration. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I want to talk about this fucking ad at shit. Okay, we'll get Jessica Chobok, Chibok, Chibok. I was gonna move that to the discussion. We'll get there. Tons of new footage coming and and trailers. Maybe an episode eight trailer or teaser. Friday. Should we do a special recording for, response for that? I, I think if they do an episode eight teaser, yes. Oh, it's not just the well, it's Celebration. Right, uh, I think it's Celebration Four uh, or Celebration Anaheim. Well, no, it's the Celebration in Europe. I don't even want to see a Episode Eight teaser. Okay, don't. Uh, I don't. You know, I mean, if it's there, SDCC is having an exclusive Ben Kenobi. Yeah, it looks good. Dude, SDCC has so many good exclusives this year so far. Don't you wish you were going? Who's going to SDCC and wants to inbox me? <laughs> Who wants? I need some exclusives in my life. Uh, and then the latest. Okay, the latest music. I thought it was wailing. The latest Ray drama is now there's a theory out there that says she's the granddaughter or great granddaughter of Shmi Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Qui Gon. Yeah, man. So basically, that night, that cold, cold night, (laughs) you know, the universe. The universe. And you know, Qui Gon didn't give a fuck about the rules. (laughs) No, I didn't. Well, (laughs) hey, it's not illegal to have sex, just to have attachment. That's true. That's a fair point. So, what if he just like mind fucked her? Literally. Dude, that'd be like rape. That'd be rape. Be Jedi rape. Jedi rape. Not okay. Yeah, not okay. Not okay. I mean, she's probably a freak. She's just You know, to this day, like, there's very few things that I've accomplished, right? Like, like, you know, I don't have any awards or anything like that, but to this day, I can honestly, I've never raped anyone. <laughs> what? Is that an accomplishment? <laughs> That's crazy. No, I'm That's kidding. crazy. I'm just kidding. So, let's get to this. Uh, there was a... Go ahead, and you're fine. There was a video that came out this week where. Well, was, I want I want to talk about this. It was the ad at ad at No, 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 no. I tried to talk about that before. Oh, okay. Now you I'm, want to talk. I'm, I'm talking right, about Qui Gon right, now. Right, I mean, is that even is that even on the on the field mm-hmm. that she's a Skywalker? She's a cousin, baby. She's loose. She's she's this is people second cousin. This is people reaching for straws. Yeah. You know, like oh wait, what if this happened? What if what if she was a what what if she was a descendant of Shmi and Owen? Or, or uh, no. That, that's she, possible. You know, Owen crept around. Yeah, man. You know, Baru was there. No, no, o- Owen. No, Owen's father. Yeah, no, but she slept with the son. Oh. <laughs> oh. A little how you doing. Oh, yeah. Stepmom action. <laughs> yeah. I like those kind. A little like, a little like <laughs> I was doing your laundry and I noticed uh, you wear extra large 
uh, pockets in the front of your underwear, cups, your space underwear, cup sizes a little. Large. And I was thinking about giving it a little. Mm. How's how your you mother? Do, how you doing? Do, <laughs> hey, do you think that uh, I think it's time for us to talk about the birds and the bees? Let me show you. How, oh, you're you just me. curious. Let me yeah, show you how this works. Yeah, you're so cute. You're, like, you're adorable. Come here. You know, you kind of like Chris. Chris Platt. And then it Chris. was. It was. It was a child. It was. A, it was a. Uh, the whole family's been living in shame, so they had to hide the descendants. It's a. It's a tradition you hide. Chris Pratt. I almost fucked up the Chris Pratt joke. No, that's doesn't terrible. Owen? Doesn't young Owen kind of look like Chris Pratt? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. You, you, you have to continue to hide the descendants. Maybe. Maybe. Um, and uh, this ATAT thing. All right, so <clears throat> Jessica Chobot, Chibot, whatever. Yeah. She gets on there about how people who say ATAT are wrong, which is funny because we just talked about this. Bottom line, I'm going to end it right here. Then how the fuck do you say ATSD, bitch? Huh? You want to pull out your Kinder Adats? You know, like, who? What? You know what I've had, I've had enough of? These nerd companies that get an attractive woman to pretend they're nerds for five minutes for a viral video. She probably she might be a nerd for legitimately. Maybe. Maybe. I'll tell you this though, I ain't buying it. Yeah. I'll she's got to prove it to me. Who played Psylocke? Olivia Munn. You think she's a nerd? You know, not sure. Yeah. Still, still look at her a bit like this. Cause she was on like IGN. I think she started on IGN. Like the Futurama meme, she did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's just like like you know, nerds are vulnerable when it comes to women. Yeah. So they're quick to look at a pretty face, and it's just going to get them more clicks and more all this shit. I'm just anytime I see a beautiful, and it's not that it's not possible. Why do you hate women so much? My mom. People already established this. Never my mind. Mom. Silly question. Stuff in my mom. <laughs> um, but I just don't buy it. Like, I don't buy. It. I, I I I'm not sure. I'm sure it's out there. Okay. I'm just not sure that I've met the beautiful woman that's really that would have this discussion, this particular discussion that would come to me and be like, you know what, ATAT versus at at, go. Yeah, I've never met a beautiful woman and had her say that to me. But you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. We both recognize that you can say it either way. Mm-hmm. If you're at at guy, you're ATAT guy. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, it's fine. I probably use both. I prefer ATAT. It makes more sense. But there's only one thing that's wrong, and that's an at. St- it doesn't make any sense. There's no ats. There's it doesn't make any sense. It's mm-hmm. dumb. There's no not even a fucking vowel in there. No one says that. No one says that. Wrong. ATSD. Right. So suck it. But what I'm saying is at at ATAT, I'm fine either way. Atst. Not okay. Doesn't make any sense. Not okay. Yeah. It's dumb. So I think that we need to make a video response to her video mm. because she's talking shit. But I guess it served her purpose because we wanted to stare at her pretty face and and Long it wasn't flowing nice. hair. She was an attractive girl. I've just nice bosom. I'm just not sure if I believe it. I'm just not sure if I believe it. You calling her out on her nerddom? Mm-hmm. Officially. Officially. Officially calling you out. Tell on your a friend. Yeah. Tell a friend. Go. I'm not buying you it. You want to go toe to toe? Because it's me ultimately <laughs> that you had to prove. You want to go? You want to go ten rounds, Muhammad Shrek? <laughs> Is it Muhammad? <laughs> Dude, not okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we did get. Uh, you some... know what was the best part of that, that movie? Mm-hmm. How his son tried to do the Christopher Walken impersonation. Did he knows that? <laughs> Go did. back and watch it. It's fucking horrible. I did. His son, uh, that apple fell a bit far from the tree, though, didn't it? Yeah. The big, bulky, bulky, chinny unit. Yeah, it's very chinny. Yeah. All right. So we got some... 18-inch neck on that unit. Some more five-star mm. reviews. We did. And please, Imagine by all that. means, uh, feel free to give us some mo. Some Anybody mo. Anybody show. that hasn't done it. Uh, it, it, it really does legitimately help us out. Fucking ad-ads. So it says I. The, the topic was the topic was I was I was with you, but which is awesome. <laughs> Philip's on it. 
Calm down, Blackfield. That sounds like a good discussion topic. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We had technical difficulties. Okay. Sometimes Blackfield was leaning in a little, a little too much. He's got to turn up a little bit. That's. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. this is from uh, Chiupak. This is a great podcast and a great way to keep up with things in the nerdosphere. Adam and Bobby discover a very wide variety of topics from toys to comics to movies to even the one problem that every nerd faces, properly displaying your collection. Though they have their own preferences, they clearly prefer DC to Marvel, for example. They are <laughs> That's what I was talking about. <laughs> I know. They are open-minded and, free, and freely discuss things from all sides. At times, they wax quixotic. I'm going to need a thesaurus with this gentleman. About things. Don't call me a thesaurus. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm assuming it's a dude because uh, women don't like this sort of thing. Shout out to the five girls listening. Or women. Or whatever you need to be called to make yourself feel legitimate. Just kidding. Totally kidding on wow. that. I didn't mean it. Dude. I didn't mean it. I was even there, looking at you and smiling. Here's the line. I was looking here's at you, you and smiling. Here's the line. Here's Why you. I said it is that you knew it wasn't sincere. Yeah. I, I, any, any, I, I know there is at least one woman that listens, and madam, you have my infinite respect. <laughs> uh, though they have their own preference, da, 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 they are open-minded. Uh, kind of. But that is a char- part of their... Just remember, for better, just for better reasons than they me. will remember for their things about they remember them from their childhood. But that is part of the charm of the show. We all lead busy lives, but I enjoy seeing how they each manage to prioritize their nerdy amongst everything that's going on. Ironically, for a show titled Nerd Rage, I'm sure they managed to incite much nerd rage. Whenever Adam or Bobby get a name wrong or mispronounces something or claims to have never heard of an actor from a huge nerd property, <laughs> as Bobby says often, he's not good with names. It's easy to rage out. Don't deny it, fellow nerds. Nothing makes us happier than correcting someone's grievous error. That's fucking totally true. And I know, and we're conscious of it. That yeah. There's people we know, see, here's the funny part, guys. You don't realize the title of the show is not us, us raging. It's you guys. It's you guys <laughs> raging about what we say. Now so, it all makes sense. Don't worry, though. They have a new intern on the show who, in just one episode, has made a huge impact in terms of fact-checking and information sharing. Well done, Philip. Black Philip for the win. One final note. As the episodes are about 2.5 to 3 hours long, the length was intimidating at first, so to speak. <laughs> if you think that is ridiculous length of time for an episodic podcast, I agree with you, but it's certainly worth a listen, especially if you have a long commute like I do. I've learned about a ton of stuff from these guys. After each episode, I usually end up with one or two new comic book arcs to check out. Keep up the great work, guys. And we thank you very much. We absolutely. absolutely. That's a very in-depth kind of like write-up. And I, yeah. I do great. I appreciate that. It. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. And then uh, from Mike H., who I know from, from other no, you don't. elements. In the, yeah, well, because we were also grew up together. And um, and I think his sister's pretty hot, if I remember correctly. No, she's not. No, actually, I don't even know if he has a sister. We didn't grow up together. But I do know him from the fandom. <laughs> um, perfect show for a 30-something dad. Had been Bobby's YouTube dad. Dude, dude. Hold on a second. Pause. When you first read that, did that make you feel a little old? You're like, oh, man. thirty. Uh, thir- I'm, I'm, <laughs> do you own a minivan? Yes. <laughs> I can say I can say with great confidence, no. <laughs> kind of. Um, you got a Ford Explorers. Might as well be a minivan. <laughs> true. Uh, dude, dude, do you have a button to make your hatchback go down by itself? Mm-hmm. Then shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> dude, I hate that fucking button, too. Yeah. And you're not supposed to force it? Oh, really? Sure. That's what they. That's Lagly what, story. That's what they told me. So mm-hmm. like, I but I always get in trouble with Laura because I'm always constantly trying to close it and I can feel it grinding like. <laughs> 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 um. Uh, I've been on Bobby's YouTube channel for Transformer reviews and now Figwarts a few months and found out he and Adam had this show. Now this is my main source for pop culture and geek news. Their chemistry, including listening to Bobby actively try to disengage from any political conversation <laughs> Adam brings up, is great, and usually find myself laughing throughout each episode. Also, the quotes uh. and in jokes are right up my alley. 
so to, to speak, speak, and make me feel I am a company of friends. Keep up the good work, guys. Thank Many you, thanks, sir. Mike. Thank you. So what are we up to now? Are 25 That's yet? 26, I think. Shit! Fucking rock stars. Yeah. And thank you, guys. When do we start getting paid for this? Who wants to be 27? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, we definitely do appreciate it. We'll do some shout outs here and then probably try to get this, get this Amazon thing set up. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So shout outs. Oh, well, well, no, actually, we have one thing. What was your, what was your comment? Black Phillip brought us something up. Okay. And because there has to be a rule, it brings it up. We should probably talk about it. Probably not. So to speak. What, what you got? So to speak. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about the nerd thing, the article you're talking about. Yeah, you forgot. You forgot already. So geeks are getting upset that normies... Normies, those dirty, dirty yeah, normies. Like, who coined the, the term normies? I, first time I heard it was from Philip. Yeah, me too. Is that you, is that your thing or? Four chan. Oh man. Oh, Stop the dark accusing Olivia Munn and people in general of faking their geek interests. Here we go. Let's let me say up front that I'm incredibly skeptical of geek or nerd culture still being something that we can consider a part of mainstream culture. When superhero movies are topping the box office, the biggest series on HBO is a fantasy with dragons and magic, and Comic-Con is an industry staple that features panels from the largest movie studios in the world. I think it's wrong to draw arbitrary dis- distinctions around certain properties as being part of geek culture. What is he trying to say? That there's no geek culture now because everything's mainstream? Is that, is that the point? Ugh. Uh, all right. Uh, somebody said about tweeted about folks. Olivia Munn is a bad person. She is the embodiment of the uh, the appropriation appropriating nerd culture and using it for her gain. Don't trust her. This is from uh, at the real Cliffy B. I don't know who Cliff B is. Maybe, perhaps. Anyway, anyway, I, I, I don't I think care. that there's there's some elements of truth to that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not gonna go so far as to say appropriation and all that shit. I mean, you know, there's there's a good chance that people like Olivia Munn or whatever were just like, hey, you're hot. We want to make some money talking about shit that nerds want to talk about. I mean, do you think most people like once they start getting into it, they're like, oh, this stuff's got this has got meat. I I think it, at the very least, like on an Olivia Munn level, yeah. you start to respect it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think that it's used that, you know, they, they, I mean, just like the state of all marketing, women are used as a tool. Okay. Unfortunately. Everybody's used as a tool. Sure. Marketing. But, but, but stop the, the, stop, the female, stop, hey, the, stop hating women. The, the, no, 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 no. Stop I'm it. saying uh, this is actually me. Stop it. I, I, this is me defending stop. women actually. You make me do it. Look at the finger. This is, no, this no, is, no. this is where I do stand up for women that, that they're often used as a. You're getting the wrist now too. The wrist <laughs> and the finger. You know, your, your wrist stresses me out. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's hairy. It's unnaturally hairy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it um, is. But, the, you know, like the the, the the female form is used to exploit everything. But I guess it's just a little bit closer to home. Shout outs. Anyway. All right. So let's get out of here. All right. Quick shout out to uh, the Nerd Race team. Uh, Philip's been a tremendous help. Special, spe- special shout out to. Uh, Raul Lenny's uh, ass <laughs> Lenny's ass Raul who is kicking ass on t- Instagram. Uh, Instagram I mean like he that dude is out for blood on Instagram <laughs> like uh, like I've said before I'll say it again Nerd Rage Radio IG is one of my favorite Instagram pages to follow uh, shout out to Dante for helping us out on Facebook and so forth and uh, definitely appreciate his help and of course Gary for just being angry at everything and everyone 
Uh, shout out to all the other podcasts on our network, uh, Realm of Collectors and Toy Detox. If you need to hear, what you got? I was going to say shout out to Shattercast Uncut. Yeah. If you need to hear more Transformer talk, be sure to check out Shattercast Uncut every Friday. And there is a reemergence of Beers and Bolters coming There is. Soon. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I already posted yesterday. Oh, okay. Episode 50. It's already out. 50.2. So We're trying to do you know nice little, but like hey, anybody who who is down to jump on and talk a little forty k nonsense in the middle of the week that doesn't have a normal nine to five, give me a, a a private push. We'll talk. Maybe you can come on talk to us about some forty k because I, I do want to get some people outside of our gaming circles so we're not always talking about the same people playing the same game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Get some other point, points of view and perspectives in there. So I don't just want to sit sit there and bash tournament people. I think I'm talking about Marvel comics. Anyway. We're going to set up our Amazon thing right now, and we're going to leave the link on our Facebook page, so be sure to follow our Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just have links to specific products as well. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks again, and remember, great tits. Tight dick player. I almost told people to, to play fluffy games and remember to paint their fucking models. That's what happens sometimes. Shout out, Chip. That's right. Thank you, Black Phillip. You've been, you've been super. <laughs>